Hey sports fans, welcome to Greg Nesson Show. We've got Greg here, your host from Phoenix, Arizona. We're going to be talking politics today. Shocker, I know. Um, I think we've got a fellow revolutionary, maybe not a revolutionary, but you know, maybe a fellow revolutionary. We're going to find out in the next segment. We're going to talk uh, to uh, a, a state um, uh, a citizen involved in politics here in Arizona, and if you're from Michigan or Minnesota or Massachusetts or California or Washington, these are the same issues that are uh, affecting your state. So don't just bounce because you don't know this guy. Chances are you don't know CD12 in your state either. So uh, dive in for the conversations and uh, enjoy. Sit back and uh, we'll talk a little smack. You know what's great about this this, uh, format is we can have a deep dive and, uh, you know, I can't. I'm I'm too old, fat, and ugly to kick down doors anymore with like a rifle in my hands, but this is my musket now. My musket is just speaking truth to power. If you think back to the early days before the Declaration of Independence, which we just celebrated yesterday, the Founding Fathers were penning articles, and they were using fake names. They were using these nom de guerres. And the reason they were using them is you could have your head chopped off for advocating correcting things, for advocating independence. The ideas of Locke and Hume and Montesquieu, they were revolutionary. We think they're self-evident now. They weren't self-evident. They were said they were self-evident. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That, that, was, that was baffling. The entire world was enslaved. The entire world. All of Europe. Asia, Africa, you didn't get to choose what you wanted to do. You did what your dad did if you were lucky. The king told you what to do. Your lord told you what to do. If you if you wanted to marry somebody different, you had to run away. They picked up everything and went across the world, didn't knowing they'd actually get anywhere or fall off the edge of it in their medieval darkness for these ideas that we bring up, take for granted, that had never existed before. All men are created equal. That was sacrilege in 1776. All men were absolutely not created equal. <laughs> so, what started the American Revolution? It was young, creative, independent-oriented minds who had been opened to the idea of freedom because once you have been open to it, it is really hard to go back. And they started kicking down the doors. How did they do it? Well, they didn't have podcasts. They had these little pamphlets. And, and they had newspapers that were handset every single day or every single week. And they penned these little articles on the ideas of freedom, the republic, and democracy. They were neoclassicists. They didn't think everyone should have a vote because they saw that went down in Greece and Rome. Didn't go down well. So they had this idea of this interwoven, interlocking checks and balances republic because they were classically schooled. So that's what we get to do now. We get to have, we're, we're getting to have, we're getting to do 
the next revolution. And every generation requires some revolution. Now, the revolution may be a revolution of ideas. It may be a revolution of reformation. It may be a revolution of out with the old and in with the new. Because we got a lot of old right now that's really problematic in this country. You know, when you peel back the layers of the onion, it's so awful that many of us sit back and take a deep breath and wonder whether or not it's savable. You have to if you have children think it's savable. But if you really pull back the layers of the onion, most of you guys out there will chicken shit right back to your job, poke your head under the sand, under the blanket, and just say, man, I'm going to take care of my lane and let the rest of this shit work itself out. Because it's so much, it's overwhelming. But we got to have people who are poking their nose in and willing to have the good fight. We've got Anthony Kern with us here from Arizona today. He's a former uh, Arizona State uh, House of Representatives. Um, he's running for state senate here in Arizona now. Uh, are you in what is CD27? Is that what you're running for? Uh, LD27. LD27. And uh, and uh, so uh, welcome to the show and thanks for being here. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate it. Yeah. How you doing? Good. I mean, as I'm listening to you, Greg, I'm just uh, my 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 blood's starting to get uh, you know a little more hotter and hotter and hotter. I'm telling you, we have a country to save, and it is on the it is on a precipice right now. Yeah. And unless we you know, create this revolution uh, that we need to create and we need to, it's not going to be easy. This is going to be a difficult uphill battle. Everybody, uh, you know, politicians every cycle want to talk how it's just the most important thing ever because in those, at that moment in that, in that cycle, in that election, in that drive forth financing and donations it is important and you have to bring importance to it so that you get people involved because we're always as civic-minded people how do we you know how do i get kids involved how do we get and if you're running for office how do i get people to vote right right, right. and it takes money to run this machine i mean the, this political machine doesn't happen without money right but access to capital is everything yeah but you know what we're missing is we're missing people of character who care more about the country than themselves mm -hmm. and it was the defining thing of george washington mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know he was revered because mm -hmm. he would make a decision best for the country in spite of its detriment to him well and you look at the declaration of independence okay these 56 signers they pledged their lives their fortunes their sacred honor they were wealthy businessmen. They were farmers, wealthy farmers. They weren't just your average Joe that, you know, could care less. They thought they ahead. were invested. They were invested and they thought ahead. They thought to the next two, three, four generations ahead, not about their current election, but they thought ahead. And a lot of them paid a big price for what we can enjoy today. Yeah, almost all of them. Almost all of them. If you look at their financial fallouts yep. from the, it was pretty yep. bitter. Families lost. Very uh, bitter. Yep, very, very, but that is the price that you have to pay for freedom. Yeah. You know, I've been to Normandy. I've been to these these cemeteries where 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds have given their lives. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the, I saw it yesterday. You know, yesterday was Independence Day. I sat for a couple hours, just went over the Constitution again uh, on YouTube. I sat there and just, Went over, you know, every article. I sat there and listened to the Declaration of Independence a couple times. There was one thing on YouTube where some some Hollywood actors were reading the Declaration of Independence. I kind of like enough of this, you know. These guys don't even believe what they're reading. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I just spent some time doing it. There was a there's a video out there of a hundred year old Marine that um I don't know if you saw it. I happened to see it yesterday. I think Carrie Lake had it on her Twitter channel, and you know I I teared up because here's a guy that has paid a price. He teared up. 
and uh, he was literally crying. You know, we 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 moan and groan about America, you know, and all of its ills. But I can tell you, this is all the world has. We've got to fight for it. And if it means our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honor, we need to put that up. You know, we've been back here. Um, we have been back here just. I, I don't know how else to say it, but we've been fucking around yep. with sexual identity. Yep. And uh, look, uh, I. I just to frame this before people go, oh, I want my citizens, my fellow citizens to be enfranchised. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care if they wear size 18 pumps and used to be 6'4", right. and they are dressed like a woman now. Have an Adam's I, apple. I, have don't, I have no problem with that. Right. I mean, it's not right. my lifestyle. Right. And I think it's kind of fun. I watch Birdcage, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'd even mm-hmm. go to a drag show in Vegas. I'm mm-hmm. not like a homophobe. Right. right. I don't want them disenfranchised. I want mm-hmm. them to feel part of the nation mm-hmm. because they are. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't want that crammed down my throat right. any more than I want to cram my beliefs yeah. down their yeah. throat, you know? Right. And uh, I feel like while we've been screwing around with all of these semantic mm-hmm. things of a well-off society, China's taken over the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, they own Africa right mm-hmm. now. They own South America. Our allies are... How is it... We are a beacon of freedom and hope in every nation on this planet, okay? Mm-hmm. We're the number one place everyone wants to go from every country when, when polled. Mm-hmm. On, add up the next 20 countries together, more people want to come to America sure. than anywhere else. Look at the border. How are we so, why do we have so few allies? Mm. It's bananas to me. Yeah. They're stealing the world while we're screwing around with men's and women's bathroom signs right. and Disneyland's taking out the BB gun right. uh, uh, exhibit. Right. You right. Know, remember the little shooting gallery yeah. they used to yeah. have over there? Yeah. They got rid yeah. of that. Yeah. Oh, uh, while that while we're dicking around <clears throat> over stupid stuff because mm-hmm. of wokeity woke mm-hmm. ding dongs, mm-hmm. the world is being stolen from us. Mm-hmm. And we know it's stolen because in every country that is now allied with China, the number one place they all want to go is the United States, not mm-hmm. China. Right. Well, I mean, Trump was really good at exposing, right? Yeah. I mean, our greatest president I've ever seen, I talked to my 88-year-old dad, he said the greatest president he's ever. ever seen. Yeah, ever. Trump exposed, and that's one thing we can thank him for, is that he's even exposed this election fraud. They hated him so much, they stole the last election. Yep. And uh, bottom line is, China, I'm sure, was involved. I do. Biden's I were too. involved, the Democrat yep. Party, all that. Uh, there's enough evidence out there to choke a horse. Nobody's willing to really look at it. You know, Democrats were saying the same thing in 2016 about the election being stolen. You know, how Dominion machines could yep. steal it and blah, blah, blah. So um, it is, you know, it again, it's an uphill battle. China does uh, have its tentacles in every nation, including the United States government. And um, and I really believe that there's a lot of people working behind the scenes. And the corruption is very, very, very deep in our in our in Washington, D.C., with China, I mean, look at Eric Swalwell, dating oh, a Chinese spy. Dating the a Chinese guy's spy. dating a Chinese spy, and he's the one working on the impeachment of the president right. for for a fake right. Russia story. Right, right. That's and, unbelievable. So yesterday, I'm kind of going through Twitter a little bit, and uh, and he and here's Eric Swalwell calling Andy Biggs a, a, a traitor. A, a traitor. A traitor. Oh, and, yeah. and Eric Swall has, to, what, a couple, three million followers on his Twitter to handle. And I'm thinking, here's a Ch- a guy who's dating a Chinese spy, and God only knows what he has sold out to our our country calling Andy Biggs, who's probably one of the greatest patriots right. America's seen, right. um, a traitor. Right. So, you know, the, the, they have the media, and they have, you know, the the the, the technocrats. They have, uh, you know, Twitter and, and, and Rumble and some of these other platforms. 
it's going it's an uphill battle and so we have to do what they did in 1776 this is our 1776 moment you've got to get the average joe involved let him know that hey you know this is the alarm you know give me liberty or give me death and you've got to get them involved in any way shape or form um then when you get it when they get involved and the and and the and you're becoming now the target the target's on your back yeah lots of experience there oh yeah um you've got to stand you've got to have a spine whether you you might stand alone but you still have to stand i mean look again look at trump yeah you know when the media came after me for january 6 and being a trump elector and you know uh, all this other crap i looked at my president and i said you know what I'm not going through anything compared to what he's going through and still going through it like two years after he's even out of office. You know, what's pissing me off right now <laughs> is I'm hearing, uh, you know, you start to hear this, you start to smell smoke on the horizon mm -hmm. before people in Washington are such cowards. Mm -hmm. They float stuff before mm -hmm. they, mm -hmm. they vote stuff. Yep. And so they're floating this whole moving on from Trump thing. And it is a rhino and is it a leftist Absolute sentiment. Uniparty. Yeah, it's a uniparty sentiment. And they're floating the idea right now to kind of see how bad we kick and, and caterwaller about yep. it. Yep. He, we need to send him back and burn that place to the goddamn yep. ground. Yep. You know, the January 6th thing, I wasn't there. I wasn't involved. I was there. Um, I'm, I'm, in, I don't, I'm not embarrassed I wasn't there. I'm... I was there, and I ha I've had the FBI at my house now six times, three times. I've had three times. I've had a process server now six times, and um, and they're trying to serve me uh, papers, the the DOJ, because I was a Trump elector, probably because I was there January six. You know, and I and and Greg, there was a time, uh, a, a two three months ago, I was going to go for a morning run, and um, and I got a text from an FBI agent, and this fear came over me. It's like, you know, it just came over me. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, and I'm running, and I'm had got all this stuff going through my mind, and then as I started running, and and I thought, no, 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 I thought to myself, we live in a country that we can still fight back. The Democrats and the Uniparty have weaponized the DOJ, they weaponized the FBI. Yes, they have. This is what other countries, their citizens fear. No, this is this is some communist Politburo stuff. They going fear, on right and now. I and I and I still am hopefully not going to disappear. Um, but I can tell you, um, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. And FBI is corrupt. You know, the, the, it, I hear people in the news and I hear people say, oh, it's the leadership. It's not, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's all the way to the bottom. Mm -hmm. Cause how does evil happen? Good men say nothing. Good men say nothing. So I'm sure there are wonderful people in the FBI. Mm -hmm. Um, just like there are rapists who come across right. the border, but they're right. not all rapists. Right. right. There are some good people in the FBI, but there are mostly a bunch of lackey yep. government yep. sheep yep. who Trying will do to keep whatever their, their boss says yep. for their GS-12 position. Yep. Exactly. And they are more than happy yep. to steamroll American citizens. Yep. And until you have been steamrolled by the government, and I've actually had them roll up on my doorstep as mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. until you've had the government come at you, mm -hmm. people have no concept of what that they does. They don't have no concept because it's, again, they put their head in the sand. Like you said, yeah. they, they, they want to just kind of shy away. Nobody likes the confrontation. The federal uh, no government shouldn't even talk to the FBI. Right. It right. should be an independent, independent. bunch of cops. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, and and even talk about cops. I'm from the law enforcement community. Mm -hmm. I, I um, when I was watching the police officers up in Seattle when they had the chap and the Chaz and all that, yeah. and these innocent civilians were being beat up by Antifa and BLM, and the cops were just standing there. That repulsed me. I'm like, I don't care if 
if my chief says don't respond, just let it happen. Lose your job. It's okay. You lose your stinking I, job I and am man the up. Same way. Yeah, what, man what's up. Going on? Yeah. Do you don't you don't allow an old guy to be beat up by Antifa? Do you know how many people want me to shut up because they think this is bad for my company? And I go, you know what? It's okay if it hurts my company a right. little bit. We're okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'll take a little hurt right. so I can stand tall. Right. So if you're in the FBI, get out and and expose these guys. Yes. Blow and the we whistle. Can, we can always turn it around, and I believe it's going to turn around. I do believe that America will turn around uh we just have to get past this 2020 midterm election which is a whole nother uh thing but i do think there is there's hope on the horizon thank god for trump you know he was a cyrus back in the day he was he's a guy that that i believe was put there with divine providence and and i loved his fight I love the way he went after the Democrats and the Uniparty. I have kind of this other perspective. I don't feel like it was divine. I feel like these great these great people are always there. And when the time is right, they get sucked into the vacuum that's needed. Washington, you know, there's guys like Washington. We're all over the place. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, right oh, time, yeah. right place. Mm -hmm. I'd have a blue coat on pushing guys across the Absolutely. river too. Absolutely. Washington people are everywhere. Yep. Uh George Washington style. You know, yeah. oh, these yeah. great men. And and uh, you know, all we have to do is find people who are willing when you run into people who are willing to sacrifice themselves to say the truth, those are unique folks mm -hmm. and you gotta glom onto them, see if you, you can do. get them. Trump, you know, he caused himself more problems than necessary because he had a little bit of vengeful New Yorker in him, okay? But have, that's you, why, have you ever met a New Yorker that I was just going to say, that's why New Yorkers <laughs> have a hard time getting elected. <laughs> right. But but I love it. I mean, I, I, I love the... People say, oh, if you just wouldn't Twitter, I go, shut your mouth, mm. man. I love hearing from yeah. the president. Right. Like, we've never heard a president speak his mind to right. us ever. Mm. It has always been a George Washington University graduate student right. who's right. giving them a policy position on right. stuff. We... I loved hearing from him. Yeah, I loved hearing some of his crazy, and so I like I call because you know he was working. Yeah. You get around the table with me and my team, yeah. and I'll be like, "Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that?" And in retrospect, if we look back, they go, "You know, okay, yeah, that was crazy." Like if I say, "Hey, screw that, let's stop making folders," I may say that at yeah. some point. Right. Everyone in retro, you know, if we looked in from the outside, we go, "What are you nuts? That's eighty-five percent of mm -hmm. our business." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, he, you could hear him up there like he's brainstorming yeah. he's working yeah um what i saw what i was so frustrated about the only shortcoming of the trump presidency in my opinion is he let the fauci and the medical yeah. establishment yeah. take over his yeah. they hijacked his presidency yeah, they did they did and and you know yeah i mean i think one of the one of the worst things he did was shut down the country or allow the governors yep. to shut down the country and i think in retrospect he understands that and i can guarantee if he does win in 2024 he's not going to let well, that happen again and i also think there's almost no choice how do you say we, without, none of us knew what yes, was going that's on right. none of us knew cuz we all want to give the benefit of the doubt right. to these folks who right. we believe right. don't have political right. uh but again i do believe in divine providence yeah. and i think that you know what what China meant for evil, I think God's going to turn it around for the good. So here's what. And so all that being said, we now know that the COVID thing was nothing but a government 
shutdown uh, takeover of our nation, and we allowed it to happen. But again, it was, it was a government shutdown of Trump. It was a government shutdown of Trump. Yeah, yeah it was. and and they want to do it again. We all know that. And so they had all these different variances. You take, you know, you get all these eight different shots, and you know, it's all a lie. Um, and 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 you know, and and they tried to shut down the churches, and the churches began to fight back. You never know who, who you are until you come into that opposition right and you better rise up and fight back or 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 we're going to be you know i mean i guess the worst example i can see or the best example of a socialist country is north korea look at the country starving their citizens to death um people say well that can never happen in america oh you better think twice as soon as you believe you're right more than facts show right that is when it's over yeah and we see this going on. Uh, so here's what frightens me a little bit, okay? We had this amazing economy. If yep. there's, You would think politicians are soulless, self-serving sons of bitches. Right. That's the cynical view. Yeah. You would think they, they would um, off the side go, okay, everything that Trump was doing, let's do that because that worked awesome. Yeah. Look how great the country mm-hmm. was. And everybody mm-hmm. just, that was fantastic. And we just won't do tweets and we'll like be friends with Hollywood mm-hmm. and have big parties mm-hmm. and press conferences. And keep our position. They, they, if they just did that, <laughs> there would just be the globe with just this big American flag sticking right. off of it because right. it was a win in every way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. They're ideologues. Mm-hmm. So just like the communists mm-hmm. who repeatedly see how it fails and mm-hmm. oppresses and crushes mm-hmm. individuals, mm-hmm. they're still headlong into it. They yep. tripling. These folks are doubling down on it. People say, "When do you think it's going to turn around, Greg?" I go, "Not this. Not yeah. Not, not while this guy's president. Right. No. Because." They, They're not doing anything to change what got us here. They're right. still doing it. They hate America. Yes. You know, just a few years ago when 9-11 happened, you know, sometimes you'd call out a Democrat and say, well, you hate the country. That's, we're as patriotic. Remember Hillary Clinton, I think it was, that said, we're as patriotic, patriotic as you guys are. Well, th- no, they're not. No. Because they hate America. Right. They hate what America stands right. for. They don't like the fact that that people like me, average Joes, can run for the legislature and win. Right. Um, they don't like the average citizen. They want to rule us. Right. And so they think that America was is only great because we stole from from the poorer nations. And poorer nations are are poor because um, America is a, such a bad guy, and we, you know, well, that's that fallacy of Marxism. Right. Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels, right. who were spoiled rich kids, um, didn't understand that. I mean, they they have this presupposition that all markets are a closed bubble, like a yep. snow globe. Yep, yep. And uh, but they, what they don't understand is the creation that right is happening. Well, when you when you allow America is the first the first nation that's ever allowed human beings to be creative and create wealth. And yeah. create and just to just to get government out of the way and allow a human being to be creative. Uh, that's why America is so great. Not right. only our foundation and what the founders drew up as far as the Constitution and our my my opinion is the Christian heritage that we have, but it's allowing Americans uh, like your company, allowing you to create a company that that employs what 50 people or so yeah and uh and be creative and design things that people want to buy um no other country's ever been like that so no and that's why they're poor because the government rules the elite my wife's from honduras she will say over in honduras you have the elites ruling the the, the people 
And they make deals and they the elites and the people in political power will make deals with whoever they need to make deals with to be to stay rich, yeah. to stay well fed, to stay in a nice house and uh, and to stay in power. And they don't care about the average person. You know, what's interesting is um, I've been all over Europe and I think they're a bunch of sad, poor people. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I say that, Americans who don't travel very much have this really highfalutin uh, vision. Like right. They think the world's like America. Well, it's almost like uh, how people maybe hold their grandparents. You've been married for 50, 60 years on a pedestal. Yep. But if you know them, if you're maybe your grandparents' friends, you know that maybe they used to be swingers. You know, I don't know, some weird shit <laughs> from their past. Europe is a mess, though. Yes. Americans have this perspective, because most don't travel there, mm -hmm. um, th that the few elites think everything should be like Europe. And mm -hmm. the, the only thing elites know of Europe is the Four Seasons. Right. They're, they're not getting around with the people in Europe. Right. You know, I do business with the people in Europe. I think the whole place is depressed and poor. Yep. Uh, it's embarrassing. Right. And it, it gets held up as this ideal, like we no. should all be doing stuff like Germany. No. And no. I'm like, no, no they, they can't. No. It's awful. They can't afford anything right. over there. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, so America was founded on the principle of the average person. You know, it, it was an experiment. And the average person is the king and the queen. Uh, the farmer in the field, the, the, the factory worker, they're the king and they're the queen. And government is subservient to them. They are... You know, the, the politicians, I think you said it earlier, we as Americans in 2022 were asleep at the wheel until Trump came in. We knew that we knew there were still in elections back 20, 30 years ago. Well, Kennedy. Right. I mean, Kennedy was clearly well, still an election. Yeah. And so we knew there were still elections, but we're like, yeah, what do we what do we do? Then we'd and then we'd, we'd elect people like Bush who would go in and say, yeah, we're going to get them and we're going to do this. We're gonna, and then they get in. They're part of the uniparty. They yep. don't care. Yeah. Um, then all of a sudden Trump came in and he exposed all this stuff. And so the founders said, uh, the average American is, is the king and queen. They're the sovereign and the government is subservient, uh, elected representatives. So whatever's happening right now in our government is really our fault. Um, as, as an elected official, I am an, I am a representative of the district that I'm going to represent here in just a few weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and some people say, well, you know, you're in my district. You need to listen to me. And I'm like, if you're for abortion, I'm not going to listen to you. If you're for, you know, more laws to uh, to stifle small business, I'm probably not going to listen to you uh, because I do have my own philosophy and I'm willing to stand on that. But the majority of the people that voted for me agree with my philosophy. So I'm a representative of them. And that's the way the founders wanted it. Revolutions do not need the majority of the people. Revolutions need people like you and me to get out there, shout from the rooftop, say, come on, follow me, and uh, and and then whoever comes, comes. And I do believe, again, that there are people in our country, in our state, that uh, are rising up. They are involved. I still believe that the reason why we won Virginia was because every polling position was filled and people were looking at what was going on well that's the big fallout um you know we obviously we can't even put this video on youtube now because it's going to be completely mm -hmm. censored off yep. so we'll do a short commercial there um they are censoring us so hard what's the what's the concerted effort all about what is the focused concentrated concerted effort to censor all opposing views for yeah yep. and why is it why is it okay to accuse one side of cheating that's foundless. Yep. And when the, I mean, this is not found. We we don't have 
We have grounds to question the election. Losing is not grounds. Right. When the outcome flies in the face of all observable data, this is where belief and, and empiricism right. mm -hmm. are supposed to jive mm -hmm. with one. Mm -hmm. When belief and empiricism clash is where you get this pushback. Right. That anytime they don't win, they say we're cheating. And right. we're like, I, I, half my life we've been losing elections, and I always go, oh, okay, next time. Right. This is different what happened. It's different, yeah. And the reason why it's different is because it, it was such a, on such a so big obvious. scale. It's so obvious. Yeah. You know, just the fact that our, our Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs, shut down the election offices on the night of the election was what that's what was it that's for suspicious me as hell. that's what was it for me and so you have you have at least half of the state that wanted a full 100 percent forensic audit why not give it to him why did doug ducey certify the election why did mark bronovich go with that that's why mark bronovich is not going to win this Cowards. next election right i mean i don't that's where you need to stand mike pence so i was there on january 6. i listened to my president President Trump. I saw over a million and a half people there waving American flags. I saw grandmas and grandpas, kids being pushed in strollers, yeah. Americans. Um, I was there. Greatest event, and I've told this to the media, greatest event I've ever been at. So don't you dare change the narrative of January 6th to a few people that I'm sure the FBI knew all about. They knew who was there. They knew all the shenanigans that, that went on. They knew. And what's with standing down ca normal capital protocols for security? Right. The, that, they always right. block everybody off right. when there's huge gatherings there. Right. They, they invited this. They were happy for they this were, to they happen. Invited, they, yep. You know, it, listen, when they have their um, um, pro-choice rally yep. there, yep. they put up the barricades yep. because there are fanatics in every million people. There are right. some fanatics. Right. And, you know, the only problem here that I see is, I don't disagree with them a whole lot. Right. The thing that scares them and should scare them, if Trump had actually done what they're accusing him of, that place would have been a smoking hole in yep. the ground. You're absolutely right. And That's I've, what should scare them. I've said that too. If if you have a, I, you know, I said a million and a half, it could have been more, as far as the eye could see. So if there was a planned insurrection, do you not think a million and a half people could have taken that? Pe I mean, what if he just said on the microphone, it's been stolen, stormed the house, let's right. do it right now. He right. didn't do that. He didn't do that. You know, look, he he, th th this whole thing exists. I think this country's not broken, no. and I think it needs no more laws. Yes. I think we've, the First Amendment, the first to the Bill of Rights, mm -hmm. free speech and independent press, mm -hmm. where are they? Right. Because it's the third leg of the milk stool. Yeah. We are the sovereigns right. who've relinquished some of our God-given yes. authority to a group of people to so that we can it. function. Mm -hmm. And that tension that's going to be between the the rulers and the ruled mm -hmm. in this scenario has always sure. been there. But the press is supposed to be calling shots. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and the Supreme Court mm -hmm. is supposed to call balls and strikes, right? right? right. They're not supposed to be getting involved in legislation no. and popularity. No. So we've got... Two parts of our government that have stepped out. Mm -hmm. The how do we get the press to be honest brokers? Yeah, we're not going to. We have to redo the press. We have to. Uh, we we, have we to need redo. a new press because this is it. It's all right. This is it. It's people like you that have this ability. Um, if someone spoke <laughs> truth to power to the yeah. Bidens, yes, to the Democrats yeah. during the election cycle. It, it would have come out they'd be differently. Out yeah, they'd be out. And, and I don't want them to be on my side right. either. Just yeah. call it like it well, is. Well, when you have BLM as peaceful protests, right. and you have 
peaceful, you know, 99% peaceful, pro, peaceful people down at the Capitol on January 6th. And you see the, the difference. BLM tearing, torching buildings, killing people, you know, billions of dollars in damage. You have the January 6th people, a million and a half people. Um, and yeah, sure, there was a couple bad actors in there. And frankly, some of them, I believe, are FBI and BLM um, that we don't know about. But, you know, you have basically people that you see on video, you know, the guy in the horns going, actually obeying the velvet ropes in the Capitol. They're, that, if they, they weren't tearing down that statues. Place, that I watched that whole thing. Right. It, it is a, you know what that was? That was the kids getting caught smoking pot in the basement. Yes, yes. yes. And they are turning it into the kids took over the neighborhood and burned yeah, down everyone's yeah, house. Yeah. And the average person sees right through that. Now, did some things happen that shouldn't have? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've all made that known that we weren't uh, in agreement to people that trespassed on the on the Washington property. Um, but but the bottom line is, is, you know, if we 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 cannot let up. And here's the lesson. <laughs> the lesson is dem democracy is a pressure relief valve. Yeah. And if you steal our vote from us, yes. we will come with pitchforks. Yeah, right. The only way you're going to get back the election, and I said this, uh, I had a Zoom meeting with some America, uh, Arizona First candidates this morning, uh, right before this podcast, in fact, on my way here. And uh, the only way we're going to get our elections back is, is to actually go in to a polling place, local polling place, and show your ID, grab your ballot, vote, and that's it. And that vote stays... Uh, stays, you know, in in a locked box throughout the whole process. You know, I want to get rid of all the mail in. You got to get rid of the mail in. Everything. Yeah. yeah, and I love mail in. I've mailed it. I've 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 did it ever since. We've it been became... we've been lazy though. We've been lazy. We need to be down there looking we've at been what's lazy. going on. We've been I need to have my phone lazy. on recording yes. stuff yes. when we go in yes. and have everyone know we're watching. Exactly. So we've been lazy. But going back to the media, it's all about money. Uh, you you know, you're old enough to know. I'm old enough to know that it everything is about money. And so, how old are you, by the way? I'm 60 years old. You've got a nice head of hair. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, this is a great head of hair. <laughs> I don't wear hats. That's I think it's well. I mean, I wear hats because I don't want to get a sunburn on <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my my barren crop. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, I just turned 60. But anyway, the media, um, you know, it's all about money. So they have, and I remember back in the 90s, hearing that uh, there was some a deep dive of a friend of mine. He he had said the media in America is actually controlled by about five people. You know, you got the George Soros's and you got the Warren Buffett's and all that. Uh, and, and so they actually call the shots of what's being reported. It wasn't as obvious as it was. But again, you thank Trump for exposing, exposing it. Oh, the yeah. fake news media. He's yeah. the one who coined that phrase. Yeah. And I love I love the, the phrase. Now everybody's kind of do it. So Trump taught us how to fight. Or actually, I always kind of knew how to fight. I give that credit to my dad. Oh, man. But 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 Trump Trump set the stage on the national level never seen anything never like seen it, it. and i can tell you we are the majority oh yeah we believe or a lot of people think that you know oh this is we're doomed we're doomed because they, they listen fringe, to they, the media yeah, they think we're a fringe minority no, no 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 That's we're not scares the shit out absolutely of because california has got a millions and millions just like us absolutely they do everybody who's not in la county in san francisco and and just about half and right according to the the way elections go down yeah 
I don't know how much they actually dominate right. that state. Right, 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 right. If you had a free and fair election, I don't think California would be blue right now. I don't think so either. I mean, you look at the map, the the maps, even with the way it's set up right now, and and 90% of the state is red. Imperial Valley, San Joaquin Valley, yes. all the way up Northern California, yes. those yes. folks uh, add a little uh, uh, marijuana to the mall. They're just like the Midwest. Yes, yes, they are. That yep. whole farm community. Yeah. Well, uh, I, and I'm from Minnesota, and so I firmly believe, and there's a lot of patriots up in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Um, in fact, Elon Omar getting booed the other day. Maybe they're waking up the Somalian crowd that they imported over there into Minneapolis. We um, have to get the truth because our yes. ideas will win. Our ideas win, and that's why they steal elections because their ideas don't. Right. And the way the Democrat Party has gone off the deep end, I'm actually kind of glad for because now they're now they're open about how they how they hate America. They're open about, you know, elections. I've been saying it for six years. Trump is willing to roll up his sleeves and have a fight. Let's do it. And it it exposes your enemies. Let's do it. We've never seen this. Never seen it before. A president willing to go. But here's some hope to nose with. Right. And here's some hope. Thank God Trump's involved. He's really about the only one I trust in politics. Think about this, honestly. though. Think about our side right now. And I say the patriot side, okay? And my Democrat friends, they love the country. Half of them have this, like, ring-in-the-toilet-bowl view of America from yeah. 40 years ago. Like, yeah. they still watch NBC News. Um, we have a deep bench of baller-ass conservatives. Yes. And the Democrats have got Gavin Newsom. Yes. He's, yeah. a, he's a moron. He's a moron. Yeah, I mean, you look at Ron DeSantis fighting over, but again, you look, I mean, I, I'll keep saying this, Trump showed us how to fight back these people. He exposed them, and then he showed us how to fight. The sad thing is, is that President Trump, I believe, had some bad people around him mm-hmm. and might still have some around him. He mentioned something to somebody. Uh, uh, he looked at him, and they related it to me. I oh I remember what it was. There was a lady, a business owner, uh, in 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 the West Valley, and she went to Mar-a-Lago and she had a one-on-one with Trump, and and Trump said, "I just can't trust anybody. I don't know who to trust." Right. He could trust me. Right. And and this lady, she related it to me. She said, "Hey, there's a guy in Arizona, Anthony Kern, you can trust, and I guarantee you, because because number one, you know, I I just I am who I am. I'm a man of integrity." I'm a man that will stand and fight for this country because this is all we have. If we lose this, you know, that little guy is going to suffer for it. And I'm not, I'm not sure who that is, if that's your son. But that little guy, is, we're fighting for him. We're fighting to keep him free so he doesn't have to live under tyranny and, and you know, uh, a, a, a Marxist, communist, Venezuela-type country. So they, uh, they, but, but they just think re- it's hyperbole, but that's right. what happens. But here's some. So Trump is a positive. That's that's one positive. Yeah. Two, the people have woken up, awakened. Uh, three, the Supreme Court just in the past week. So they're actually so now we have a Supreme Court actually doing its job, actually doing its job. And, and not they're because, looking at and, the Constitution and, and, and actually beca- and not because we got our way. You know, I was at um, Jim Layman's thing and I yeah. talked to him at three and love Jim Layman. I, I don't know. Was, he had a big thing over in June yeah. and I did a big open there. And I, I said, you know, how's everybody feel about what happened in the Supreme Court and everybody cheers and everything. Mm-hmm. He said, hold your applause. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually rule for us. Right. It wasn't for this issue. Mm-hmm. They ruled about the court. Mm-hmm. That court was ruined in 1972, yep. 1973, yep. because of that decision. Yep. Because for the very first time, it's political. they forced a political thing out into the American public mm-hmm. that the Congress, 
our legislated our, our, our elected legislators didn't have the ability to do. Mm-hmm. They couldn't put together consensus. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to pass a law. Mm-hmm. So because they couldn't get a law passed, the Supreme Court broke the rules. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. All they're supposed to do is, is Rule that on the fair play or is that not fair play? Right, right. And they expanded it and they legislated. Yep. And that ruins the bench because yep. it turned it into a political. political. It yep. just, you've seen it deteriorate right. over two generations. Right. right. So now we have a Supreme Court that, thank God for Trump again, yep. Yep. he put on three justices that now look at the Constitution. Is this law? And this is the way the founders wanted it. Founders never envisioned that the judge and the, the courts would become political because they were supposed to balance the Congress out and they were supposed to balance the executive branch out. So all three branches of government were equal. Well, they were supposed to be doing what the press is supposed to do to us personally. Yes. They were supposed to be doing legally, yes. calling the shots, calling, calling shots. the balls and strikes, yep. right? So the press is supposed to call balls and strikes. Yep. You know, you voted for this, you bunch of ding-dongs. Right. You can't expect them right. to do that. Right. And then they're supposed to and they're supposed to speak truth to power. And keep us accountable. Right. And and then that's what the Supreme Court's supposed yep. to do. Yep. Okay, you did all that, but that's not by yep. the rules, so you can't yep. do that. Yep. But you look at all the rulings. That, so that's another thing that we have on the courts, or, uh, you know, to, to think, that, hey, wait a minute, something's turning. And the day that they did overturn Roe v. Wade, there was a different feeling in this nation. I felt it. I felt, wow, that's pretty amazing. I'll never forget, never forget. I was watching Glenn Beck that night on Newsmax. And um, that's kind of how I relax. It's weird, huh? But I don't know, 11 o'clock at night, I'm watching Glenn. But he's actually, he was actually, um, it was a taped version of earlier in the day when Roe v. Wade was announced. Yeah. That guy teared up. That guy, he was talking to somebody from Ohio, I think it was, and all of a sudden he stopped. He goes, well, hold on, hold on. And his eyes got big, and he's like, oh, my God. They just overturned Roe v. Wade. And he could, he was speechless. Well, I, well listen, I, I've had so many con- so many conversations about it. So I started in politics and, and – um, it's politics is like a hobby for me. Yeah, I have been I into politics and public policy yeah, since my junior high school. Jake Mahegan, who went to uh, I went to Boston Public. Yeah. He was an Irish house painter in the summers. Teacher. Uh, his dad had been in World War II, and he had this thick Boston accent, and he taught uh, politics. And there was two Republicans in the room, and I wasn't a self-identified Republican. I just turned out I was really conservative and joined the Marine Corps. <laughs> Didn't know what he was. Yeah, right. So there were two of us, and he would say, you know, he, and he was so great about both sides of the story, and he was really good at it, and he was a classic Democrat, old-school Tip O'Neill Democrat, yeah, 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 okay? Yeah, yeah, And uh, I got that perspective growing up from, from a teacher who I knew was left of center, mm. but he laid out the arguments really well, both yeah. sides. Yeah. And he came down on one yeah. side and he always used to say, ah, Greg, what do you, okay, Greg, what's your take? And, you know, he right. knew I had a take from the other side. Um, it, it, it's but fa- that's the way it should be. Absolutely. And what I was going to say is this Roe v. Wade thing that went down as soon as the leak hit, uh, you know, like, I don't know, five, yeah. six weeks yeah. ago, my daughter and I started talking about it. And, She's a modern young female, a product yes. of public schools, sure. uh, lots of discussions with dad about sure. civics. So sure. she's really right-headed. And this is an interesting thing in our country. There's this huge spectrum in abortion discussion. Mm-hmm. And we all got pushed into either a Christian fundamental position yes. or into a lunatic abortion the day before right. birth. Right, 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 right. And the truth is almost all of us are somewhere in the middle. middle yeah. 
you know, people that are very fundamentally Christian, yeah. they it may be very easy for them to just have a little switch and they don't have to think about it very much. Right. But as soon as our wives and our mothers and our daughters and all, all of that are involved, the discussion gets a little more real. Mm-hmm. So what was interesting is she thinks I'm a lunatic fringe right winger. Who is that? My daughter thinks <laughs> I'm a lunatic fringe right winger. Mm-hmm. And I'm concerned. Badge she's, of honor. Yeah, right. And I'm concerned she's not a little Marxist in the making. You know what I mean? She's young. So, so she'll we, come yeah, around. That's right. right. As soon as she starts making money, she'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So as we started talking, it turns out we started having a discussion around heartbeat. Because I'd asked her, I said, how do you feel about you know late-term abortion? She asked me to define it. And she was like, oh, no, 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 no. I said, okay, well, you've just turned into a pro-lifer. And then I said, how about after viability? Oh, she goes, no, 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 no. If a baby's, baby's viable, you can do it. I said, okay, well, Jeez. you're real now, pro-life. Now you're, now you're real pro-life mm-hmm. and you're a, a woman oppressor. Mm-hmm. And I go, how do you feel about heartbeat? She goes, well, I mean, you know, after it's a heartbeat, you shouldn't be able to go, okay, now we don't need to talk anymore because you and I are standing on a very similar line. Right. Uh, I said, so if you were- Amazing just, what happens when you talk about it. When you have facts. Yeah. And, and and so I had a guy running for office on here who is a conservative, pro-life, lots of kids, super-duper arch-conservative. Mm. And he said he was willing to have compromise up to heartbeat. Mm. Now, heartbeat bill is, we know the logistics of it. Most, most people find out they're pregnant way after the heartbeat, right. and it doesn't help everybody. Right. right. But I found, it was shocking to me. I was like, I turned to Bobby and go, hey, did he just say there was room for compromise? And he's a crazy right winger yeah yeah and then my my daughter and i having this conversation finding out we're standing on almost the exact same chalk line on the ground yeah the this has been a divisive issue for a half century tearing our country at the seams ruining the supreme court yes and the truth is now we can all have a debate about now we can have a debate right and i think that's really that's one of the biggest reasons why the i believe the democrat party did not want the Roe v. Wade going back to the states. Because when you go back to the states, you can sit down with people like me. You have to vote for me every two years. I now have to be accountable to you, my yep. constituent. When you're in D.C., you don't have to have that. And when, and when the Supreme and when Court's the Supreme, overruled everybody, nobody right. has to make a, nobody has to make a decision. So now the people are involved. Now they're going to dig in a little bit further. Are you pro-life? Are you pro-choice? So, yeah, the abortion issue um, is just, to me, a huge e- event in our lifetime that can be brought back to the table. And now we can say, well, I'm going to vote for this guy because he's pro-choice. Well, I'm going to vote for this guy because he's pro-life. You know, I mean, what got me on the pro-life issue and and I've always been pro-life. My mom and dad had 13 kids. Um, Yeah. Right. I kind of have 13 brothers and sisters. Great. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mid Minnesota farm family. You guys are a baker's dozen. Baker's dozen. (laughs) Yeah. We have our own little, you know, volunteer team. You have, you have, you have, you have two two uh, basketball teams, right? Exactly, and reserves, right? Right, and uh, and funny thing is they're all conservative. So uh, be hopeful on your daughter because she's going to follow dad's footsteps. I hope I, she does. I follow dad's footsteps well, absolutely. You know, it's funny. It, 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 I, I talked. And to when people, we were twenty, we were like, you know, Casera, Sarah, you know, was, if you want to. I've gotten more conservative as my I'm bank telling, accounts changed. Yeah, well, right, and you realize, wait a minute, I want, I love my country. You know, I love what what we have. When I was in college, um, I had. Um, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to. I don't want it to reveal anything to uh, to anyone in my life. But I had a friend of a friend got pregnant, and her boyfriend wanted nothing to do with her sure. or being pregnant, sure. which was crazy because she was a dreamy girl. Yeah, and she had a really, really 
kind of a controlling parents and her only option in her mind was to get an abortion. Right. So I always had a car and I always had money and I actually helped pay for it and I took her. Mm-hmm. And it was not a girlfriend of mine. It yeah. was a friend of a friend. friend and yeah. People say, "Oh, why would he?" I, just, I, I, I just always had some. Sure. I always had a little. I always had a little scratch, and I always had sure. a car. And I took her, and I went in with her, and she did the procedure, and she came out, and I did what a boyfriend should have done or not done, whatever. I was there for her yeah. the way she wanted. Sure. And I had my arm around her, and yeah. I took her and tucked her back in her in her dorm room. And we never stayed friends after that. Mm. But once a year, I got a contact from her mm. for years. Mm. And there was, so she was a liberated woman who made her choice and didn't interrupt her college and had her future. And it weighed on her like an anvil forever. Mm. I'm not saying it happens that way with everybody, but mm. these choices we make are not mm. free. Mm. They are not without consequences. Right. Youngsters don't get this. Yeah. And sometimes the inconvenience of a child right. could be the joy of your life. Right. Well, I can tell you. I mean, that's a great story, Greg. That that that's a great story. You were there for her, um, you know. And I really believe so. That story uh, It's happened millions of times. Happens millions of times, but it's a good story to push the pro life issue. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so there's people, ladies out there, that have went through an abortion and and they feel horrible about it, but use it for good. I mean, Jane Rowe, I guess she was, she, she actually in later on in life, I think her name is Jane Rowe. Anyway, she actually later on in life became a pro-life person. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry for what I did, but let's turn it around for the good. Be- and so, so that story, Greg, really speaks to me. What got me really, you know, um, pro-life is uh, I remember watching on TV a video of a baby that was going to be saline injected and and just baby basically oh, burned alive. Yeah. And that little baby's pushing back on this. Yeah. Pushing back. With his hands. Right. Trying to survive. Trying to survive. And I'm like, that that really touched me. Yeah. And a lot of these young people, they don't understand the ramifications of their decision. You know. It, you know, and 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 the idea that um, that side of the the debate, the folks who support that so much don't want to have any discussion don't want to have any right. counseling don't want to have parents involved right. Right. i'm like you can't buy cigarettes can't because of the can't potential effects right you know the, the potential effects it could have on you and yeah. so you need to be you're yeah. not of legal age ex- ex- except um, you can get an abortion you can get that's you can insane. basically kill a baby so it's not natural for a woman to to do that, I mean, that's not natural. So that's why I believe it affects them. They're different than you and I. We're men, um, and so I believe it it affects them. Uh, you know, in many ways, every and, action has an equal and opposite reaction. Right. And when but you kill a as, little thing, it, right. it it kills you. Right. When we we as pro life people though, we need to have you know uh, opportunities for ladies like your friend that you took. Now she felt that was the only option she had. Um, you know, and, and, but, and we can't just say, don't have, you know, don't do an abortion. We have to provide, um, you know, I believe provide what this lady needs in the system in the 1940s and fifties, which really is the generation that allowed abortion to happen on their watch. We as a culture were awful to people who got pregnant out of wedlock. Mm -hmm. We did not conduct ourselves well. Nope. 
As a, I remember a, back in the seventies, people were looked. You know, a girl got pregnant in high school, yep. and people shunned her. And and so the the <laughs> thing is, is you know that wasn't just white men doing that. Right. That was everybody. Everybody. Our culture was Victorian, post-Victorian. Yep. Our grandmothers yep. in the nineteen seventies, our grandmothers were Victorian women. Yep. Prim and proper and buttoned up to the bottom yep. of the chin. Yep. yep. And Didn't our divorce and our judgment <clears throat> primness. And our religiousness, mm-hmm. primness, yes. it marginalized people. Yes. And what you do when you marginalize people, right? They make bad bra- choices. They make bad choices. Right. right. Same thing with January six. You yeah. marginalize people's vote. Right. They'll come burn down your Capitol building. Right. 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 We yeah. can't margin. This is can't. why when people say, "Oh, Greg, you 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 must be you must hate gay people." No, my God, no. No. I I don't want them marginalized no. at all. No. I want them part of the show. Right. No, and funny, my wife and I, we have to laugh at how many how many gay people we have in our lives. Actually, I mean, yeah. we do. We're like, you know, wow, okay. But anybody from the outside, it's just like the abortion. But thing, I don't. Though. Yeah, but I, but you can't allow. You know, people can call me whatever they want to yeah. call me. Screw them. Yeah. I am. Uh, fighting back for our country. They didn't treat the founders right. Um, you know, they, 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 I mean, the, the local people literally, uh, you know, burned down the founders' houses, uh, destroyed their crops. Uh, you know, not the British necessarily, but it was a lot of the locals. You know, it was 3%. <laughs> it was 3% of Americans yeah. who wanted to be independent. Yep. That, that means that, that's why this direct Swiss Switzerland yep. thinking of democracy right. that everybody everybody in Hollywood and New York wants to have this direct democracy. Yep. It was never intended to be that. We never wanted no. to be that. We we'd still be British. Right. And it was set up the way it is so we wouldn't be serfs to the right. big cities. Right. Right. They were worried about Philadelphia and New York City. Right. right. And the entire rest of the young early America didn't want to be a subject right. to New Yorkers. Right. Right. Well we still don't. Right. Right, right. The, the the only thing that holds this together, disenfranchise the Electoral College. Right. Disenfranchise 30 states. Right. Let me know how it works out. Right, yeah. It ain't I know happen. how it works out. There, but there's a push to do that. I know. There's and, a push. But we need, to, we need to, as conservatives or as constitutionalists, yeah. Americans, as patriots, mm-hmm. yeah. say, hey, listen, if you disenfranchise two-thirds of the nation, mm-hmm. they're going to come with pitchforks. Yeah. January 6th yeah. wasn't an insurrection. Right. Right. Imagine if he'd wanted one. Right. Because right. all he would have had to do was say, yeah. "Now, right, right." Because most of us feel it in our guts, right? Yep, and we and we're and we're ready to take action, right? I mean, for years, I've I've talked to people, and and they they're you know from all different walks of life, professionals down to down to you know regular regular common joes. Uh, they thought, man, this is going to turn out civil war, civil war, civil war. You know, and I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm gonna we're gonna fight. Um, I don't think I'm, I'm hoping and praying it never gets to that. I think we can do it in the in the in the realm of uh, of philosophy. I hope and ideas. we can do it through the system. I think we can. I do think we can. Now I believe that is what they want. That is what the elitist world. Oh, they want us people, to pop the a world revolution. economic forum. They want us to get into that because then you can boom come in. You know, China can come in and and whatever. You know, we are China and the FBI and the FBI. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. shut it down and arrest. This, and the, this is the way to do it. Because yep. our i our ideas are better. Yep. Yep. It's yep. funny when you get um libtards and you right. say, Hey, let's sit down for a minute. And I know you think I'm a moron and I think right. you are missing the facts. <laughs> let's just talk. You can see them melt and they go, Oh, they put they, you know, right. they don't even want to have the discussion. Right. Because right. they're so ignorant. They have a faith based yeah. worldview. Yeah. And their faith is based in kooky people. Yeah. What you need uh is is the debate, like you and your daughter. You you get 
you and your daughter and you you're able to just open up. I've had, you know, you mentioned earlier about Democrats that that are, you know, are that that debate and and they're good Democrats and they probably will vote Republican uh, in the general election. I, I believe a lot of them voted for Donald Trump. I, I know a lot of independents did. Yeah. So, you know, the, we used to call the, them Reagan Democrats, right? right? I don't care if somebody disagrees with me as me long neither. as we're in, as long as we're open to debate. Yeah. But when you start, you know, so one thing I like to do, I did it yesterday. It was kind of fun. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll post something on social media just because I know they're going to respond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just. You've been a provocateur. You're provocateur, yeah. yeah. And so uh, I did it yesterday. Uh, uh, you know, I said some. What did I say? I said, uh, you know, I'm 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 uh, I'm celebrating July, uh, not only July 4th, but also the booing of Elon Omar. And this lady gets on there and she's like, I just reported you to Facebook for your racist comment and blah, blah, blah. And I just tweet. I, I, I don't usually tweet even after that, but I just said, LOL. And then they're like, you know, you and you were there in January. So those I, you people, know, I like to say thanks for being a fan. Right. Well, I, I, right. I mean, unfollow me if you don't like me. Yeah, really? Get, get ready, you know, de-stress yourself. Right. But. You know, that's the thing is, if you're willing to have the debate, I'm willing to talk to you. And I can tell you from working at the at state legislature, uh, a couple things. The media loves the confrontation. They want, even if it's not real, they're going to. Right, it's their boxing they're going match. To, right, they're yeah. going to print something that is a lie. In fact, I saw in the, in the Arizona Mirror the other day, and I, I took a photo of it and I sent it to my attorney um, that said, and Anthony Kern lied about January 6th. I've never talked to anybody about January 6th. Right. I've never. What do you mean I lied about January 6th? I was there. I've told you guys. But, you know, it, I mean, it, it go, there's so much that we have to do to keep fighting. And I believe, Greg, it's, it's you and I, people like you and I, that have a spine that are willing to put everything on the line. I mean, you're... You know, you're you're putting your business on the line. Oh, yeah. You're putting your reputation on. You're, you know, you're speaking at Kerry Lake events and Jim Lehman events. And you know what's crazy? I asked my team. I said, <clears throat> I've asked everybody in the company. Do you want me to back off? Nobody wants me to back off. Right, because they know. You know, there's something else, and uh, I think it's worth talking about. We have to engage the left yes and we have to quietly and gently educate them yep because the truth is all we have all the bullshit that's all we have and i'm just thinking that greg while you're saying that truth is all we have and and, and aristotle said there can be no tr these the young men of athens were sitting at his feet aristotle what's the most important feature of man what is the most important characteristic of man? What should we strive for? Yeah. And he says, they said, is it this? No. Is it truth? No. It's not truth? No. It's courage. Mm. Courage. Yeah. Because without courage, there is no room for the truth. Right. Without courage, you can't fix things. Yeah. You can't confront error. Right. You can't confront tragedy. Right. You can't confront evil. Truth is the most important thing, and we can't get truth without courage. So yeah. he said it's the most important yeah, thing. Yeah, that's good. And we have to have courage, and we have to have push all the time. I find, I, I people say, oh, i got a right to my opinion. I go, no, you don't. Mm. No, you don't have a right to your opinion. Mm. You have a right to earn your opinion. Mm. Have you earned it? Mm. What do you that's mean good. by that, Craig? Well, 
Have you done any work? Do you understand the points of the, mm-hmm. the, the topic of the day? Don't don't tell me about pro-choice. Right. Do you or you're even... just getting your points from NBC or you know Fox News. Right. There are really three moments of discussion about pro-choice. Do you not know what they are? Yeah. How can you be pro-choice if you don't even know what it is? Right. Well, I'm pro-woman. How is it pro-woman? Yeah, you, you can't even define a woman anymore. Right. You're, you're, you're out of your mind. Right. You, I tell people, no, you don't have a right to your opinion. Right. You have a right to earn your opinion yes. and support it with facts. Yes. Yeah. You don't have a right to your opinion. Because yeah. if you think that, it means you can think whatever you want and the facts don't matter. Right, right. That's not right, true. Right, 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 right. Well, I get, over the years, they, the left has done a good job about, about you know, graying the facts. And they've done a good job about indoctrinating our kids. They and, don't even talk about facts anymore. Right, they don't even talk. They don't care about facts. It's about the narrative for the moment and and what they can, you know, get uh, get get to get the people wound up, uh, you know, all, all wound up about. I get lefties <laughs> in to talk to me, and five minutes into talking to me, they don't want to talk. And I sure. am... I am so I am just like this with a lefty, yeah. and if I I'm actually I actually treat them more gently, yeah, because I would never want you, anyone to think I yeah. was bullying somebody, right. and I would never want anyone to leave thinking, oh, that boorish right. asshole. Right. I want them to go, oh God. I, well, I maybe know. just get them to think. Right. I want them to go, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I had a union leader in here. Yeah. And we 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 were getting ready to do a, a a thing on YouTube. Yeah. And we did a pre-interview. Yeah. And during the pre-interview, the guy started crying. Head of the teachers union, mm. and yeah. he said, "Oh, I can't do this." I go, "What's the matter?" He goes, "You've, you, we, we, this is back when I used to do pre-interviews. Sure, we we talked for forty-five minutes. He got teary-eyed, and he said, "You've rocked everything. I think I I need to go. I can't be here." Yeah, I, I bet you I met that same guy. We were in Thunderbird High School. Um, I was doing a tour, uh, of the high school as a legislator, and him and I got alone in a hall. I said, "You and I agree on most everything." Why are we so divided? Why are we? I think it's more of the position that he has to that he has to put forth. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. And a lot and of it's a, to keep your job. And if he'd have had courage, yeah, could have changed. Could have changed everything. everything. Could have changed everything. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. When I see what's going on in Washington, I'm like, you guys have the power. You don't have to stingy like cling to right. it. Well, Dude, there's no good in having power if yeah. you don't act like a well, baller when you've got it. Right. So it's election year, and you know, in election year, everybody's conservative. Um, a good example of of the deceit that's out there is you 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 remember the Obamacare, and you remember every year the Republicans would get out and say, "We're you know we're going to get rid of Obamacare." You go give us your vote. We're going to get rid of Obamacare. Except when they had the chance Except to do when it. They had the chance to do it, and that's what you're experiencing right now, oh, yeah. Greg. Is even Mark Kelly? If you look at his ads, he's a conservative. Uh, look at Karen Taylor Robeson. She is a conservative outsider. Her radio ads say, um, "I I have to turn off the radio every time I hear one of her ads because she has been part of the swamp for years." And I'm sorry, I, I, you know, people get mad when you call out some Republicans, but we have, this is a do or die moment for America. Yeah. The Uniparty wants us to go back to pre-2020. We can't do that. We no, are losing. No, it's too late. It's, it's, too, it's late. too late. <laughs> yeah. You know, Carrie is an interesting, she's kind of an interesting anomaly for yes. me. Yeah. I was not initially enamored. Yeah. I, w- I had her on the show. She was very nice, conducted herself yeah. really well. Yeah. And I, 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 I wasn't initially enamored. Yeah. Um, and then I started seeing the options, and I started hearing that unit rhino speak. And Robeson's a perfect one. Well-spoken, trained attorney, 
full of shit. <laughs> now, I haven't had her on the show, but that's my gut instinct when I hear her is just another institutionalist who's going to go along, make no waves, and always say the right thing. And I think Carrie, you know, I introduced her the other day to think I'm all in on the Carrie wagon at this point. Yep. Um, I think she might bring in the Arizona National Guard. And if she thinks, now I've heard this said out loud, and I know you've heard this, mm-hmm. that the Tahona Odom Nation is colluding with the cartels for part of the money or for laundering the money and letting illegals come across the board. People say, why would they let them do that? Well, because there's money involved. It's all about money. They've got a casino now. They can launder money because that's what casinos do. They're big washing machines. And I said, you know, and I said, so I've heard this said out loud now by numerous people. Not So I'm like not the first one. And I said, you know, there's only one person in the group who might put the Arizona National Guard in a circle around that thing and shut it down. Because we can't shut down the reservation. And and they won't let us put a wall across. Right. But we could put a wall across. What sure. are they? How are they going to stop sure. us? Yeah. And we could put a. You know, let's let's close their washing machine down. Yep. Yep. Because yep. it's just a little island here yep. in town, right? Right. 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 So she's got the balls to. She's just kind of wild card enough right. to do that. And I had okay. I like it. Right. Well, so <laughs> Carrie Lake. So I I uh, I was probably on pretty pretty quick. Um, I remember Kimberly. I like Kimberly a lot. And when she was running, you know. I had a lot of supporters of Kimberly's in my district, so, and she's a friend. I, I do like Kimberly, um, but I, I didn't think she had the she, uh, comfort making waves. Yeah, I don't think she did either. Um, but Carrie Lake, uh, from the very beginning, uh, was saying what needed to be said. People say, "Well, she doesn't have any government experience." So what? that's a plus. Yeah, that's a flipping plus. Right. What are you saying? You mean she'll be pissed off when you tell it's, her it takes ten years to build a mile of wall? Right. right. I right. mean, I don't. She doesn't need governor experience or government experience. No. Surround yourself with good people that you trust and, and let them kind of direct you. But you make the decision. So she is saying the right things about the election. She's saying the right things about getting rid of state government. Um, you know, she even mentioned one of the agencies that she's actually going to get rid of. And I'm like, okay, I heard that. So that's going to be one of my first bills. This is something really telling that she said the other day. She said... She was going to do something. She was telling this group that we had just spoken to. And she said, I'm going to do this. And everyone's worried about the federal government suing us, suing Mm. me. Mm. She goes, who cares? Right. And I, you know, I kind of have this devil may care attitude also. I'm like, who Who cares? cares? Right. Like, like Mark Burnovich, if he wanted to win, he could become the next U.S. Senator from Arizona so easily. Here's all he'd have to do. Call a press conference and arrest 200 people. Mm. Election. Uh, for the election fraud. There you go. If you said, hey, you know, we don't have perfect cases on yep. all these, but we're going to depose everybody. Right. We're going to run grand juries yep. on them all, and yep. we will know what happened, and we're going to lock them up. He'd have my vote. This, I, yeah. The state would. We, yeah, he'd win in a heartbeat. It, because, because yeah. And, and, and so election, or Carrie Lake has said that she's going to look into what whatever she can. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of rocket science, but the problem is, is that's not who they really are. No, they're, so they're, they are they are listening to the Uniparty again, right? The 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 Chamber of Commerce is out there, yeah. And uh, and we we cannot. So I hope and pray that this election will 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 send a message to the Uniparty and the Republican Party. Uh, because honestly, I think they are our our bigger enemies Absolutely. than than the Democrats. Because if you ever hear Trump speak, he's always like, "Those Democrats are vicious," but then he'd say, "Those Republicans." And I I lost the 2020 election. I can guarantee you the reason why I lost 
Um, Trump won my district by 300 votes. The reason I lost, I don't have proof, but I do. I have had people tell me that they sat in meetings that these groups were out there and they did not want Anthony Kern back. I was a rules chair for two years at the Capitol. People have always asked me, what do you want to accomplish as a legislator? They've asked me that for years. I could never answer that. I, I never, I didn't have an agenda going down there. I just saw my state and my country going to hell and I wanted to do what I could to, to, to try involved. and what politics yeah. has always been in my, my, my psyche since like you said, blame it on my dad. But so, um, when I was rules chair, um, a normal rules chair would stop maybe five to 10 bills. And with Republicans in charge uh, down there, you normally, they were normally, they were Republican bills. Once in a while, you'd have a Democrat that would make it to your committee. And every bill goes through your committee. So as rules chair, I stopped like 80 some Republican bills. I had every Republican down there pissed off at me, every one. And the lobbyists just hated me. In fact, this election, I, I have had two representatives call me and say, Anthony, you lost because you pissed off all the lobbyists. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I mean, I already knew that, but I'm like, oh, okay. The second time I was told that, I'm thinking, you know what? This is starting to piss me off. That we're not supposed to be listening to lobbyists down there. Right. We're supposed to be doing. They what's, don't vote. Doing what's right. Yeah. Do what's right. Don't do it to corner the market for your for your Amazon or your Walmart. So, back in the 2012 election, I firmly believe I, I, that I was single shotted. The Democrats spent a million and a half bucks to unseat me at a twenty four thousand dollar year job. But I don't believe it was that. I do believe it was the, and I won't name names, but, well, I'll name groups. Greater Phoenix Leadership was one of them, and Americans for Prosperity. Americans for Prosperity, the, 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 the Republicans believe they're such a good organization. They're, they're not. And they push out conservatives. And they want moderates in there because moderates will go along with what they do. You know, the, uh, it, <clears throat> I, I think always comes down to money. And the, and the government has got this business of basically stealing our money sure. and they do it they guilt us into it it's for your roads it's for right. your children it's right. for the neighborhood right and it's really a fight to take all that money yeah because the republicans go in there and i hear so many conservatives go in and they talk about bills and all the stuff they're gonna do and i go your only job as a conservative should be killing bills that's what we have well, I figured too it much out. stuff right i figured it out so after I was rules chair, during I was rules chair, I'm like, I finally figured out what my intention is down here. It's to kill all you guys' bills, or most of them. Yeah. Now, there, you know, I've never been down there. Uh, well, I, I, I tried it once. I tried to remove statutes. I tried to remove laws. And I got more pushback from the Republicans than I did the Democrats about trying to remove laws. They were... Um, you know, I remember a, a lady, I won't say her name, but she called me. She says, Anthony, we worked hard to get that in there. We worked hard to get that in. And it was a conservative law. But I'm like, let's give it back to the school boards. Give yeah. it back hey, to the local level. They worked hard to get Roe v. Wade, too. Right. So, Just... I mean, get rid of the laws. Bring it back to the local. Let the people be who they want to be and get yeah. out of the way. Yeah. You know, if the federal government, uh, if we shut down this, a, a lot of what the state and federal government does, legislatively yeah then the real direct democracy that unempowered americans yeah. feel like they want yeah they can get it yeah they get it at the school board and at the civic level yeah not at the state and federal right, level right right so going back greg to what you said um about 
about about Carrie Lake and the federal government uh, suing, and she's like, "Well, let them sue." You know, that is the reason why I believe that the that there are a lot of laws out there is because it's it, people can blame. It's kind of like the Roe v. Wade thing. People can blame the court for Roe v. Wade. Uh, but now they now that it's back at the states, now you're going to talk to people like me yeah. and where I stand. So, uh, uh, you know, well, law, now there's a real debate. Right. Laws are made because people it's an easy um, people are worried about being sued. I, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but, um, you know, attorneys are in order to remove a law. The first thing you're going to get is somebody saying, well, what if we get sued? You know, what if we get sued? That's not a reason to not do something. It's not a reason not to. But that is the big concern. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are afraid that they're going to be sued and they could fall back on the state legislature um, because they could fall back on this law to try to keep them from being sued. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so there is that component out there that I I actually saw and uh, as a legislator and it kind of befuddled me. It's It's cowardly. It's it's cowardly. cowardly. Yeah. I'm afraid. and, And say, say, listen, just fill in the blank. I'm afraid. Democrat. Right. I'm afraid of a Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm afraid of this. Yeah. I need the government involved. Right. I'm afraid right. of that. We right. need a real. Right. I'm afraid of this. Right. I'm afraid. Right. I'm afraid. Fearful. Stop uh, it. Yeah. Mark yeah. Burnovich, if I look at, I've been asked to run for governor so yeah. many times. I had somebody offer a million dollars for me to run. Well, and I said, I'll tell you send what. Send him my way. <laughs> I said, I'll tell <laughs> you what. For governor, but... I didn't want him. They're from California. Yeah. I said, I'll tell you what. The attorney general in this state was a job I would want and I would take it. Wow. Uh, because I'm, I don't think you need to, need to be an attorney to even run for it. You know, yeah, I don't know. But that would be a great job yeah. because I would say, hey guys, I don't care if you have perfect cases. They've got a huge staff yeah. of attorneys. Yeah. So you're all smart folks. <laughs> yeah. Here's a goddamn goal. Yeah. Let's go light some fires. Yes. And let's see what snakes come out from right. under the burning bushes. Right. Right. We can put out the fires, but yeah. let's find the snakes. Yeah. Right. Right. And I would start rolling people up because yeah. we know what happened. There yeah. is so much evidence. So and much video. Evidence. So much evidence. And I would so make such a, a storm that you couldn't uh, suppress it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Brnovich is part of the big uniparty yeah. suppression. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. he's not. He's waiting for these perfect cases because yeah. he's worried about losing. Right. And and that's his excuse. Is and that a hall of well, fame? I can't comment because it's it's under investigation. Well, here's here's the, there's there's two things. Not good enough. I can't comment. Uh, I can't comment. And we haven't brought the case because we don't know if it's winnable. Yeah. Don't. Hey, listen. Who cares? I'm sorry you didn't play sports. You right. get in the hall of fame right. with a 335 batting average, which means most of the time you struck out. Right. It's okay. Right. Go light a fire. Go light a fire. Get a 335 yep. batting yep. average. It's right to do. Yes, that's do what I right. say. Do what's right. Jam everybody. Let Not everybody feels know good. if you are cheating yeah. these videos of people right. showing you cheat, right. you will be here, yep. and I'll put you yep. in handcuffs, yep. and I'll drag you out of wherever you are right. to get you to show up to right. court. So everybody was on the Trump bandwagon when he was president. I mean, they 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 lined up to get on stage with him because oh, yeah. and the, the masses of people. Um, but then when push came to shove, when it, when the, when the chips were down, uh, why didn't these people, I mean, they were exposed. Why didn't they stand behind Trump? Cowards. Why did, cowards. I sat in that election integrity hearing 11 hours with Rudy Giuliani and Mark Fincham running the show. I sat there, listened to the evidence. I'm like, dear Lord, it's right here. Uh, I, 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 I was at the, I, I counted, um, you know, I helped count the ballots at the Coliseum, um, it's there. I if saw you, ballots that, mach- and I even said that this morning on this Zoom meeting that I had, ballots, many, 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 many ballots that were machine 
filled in, filled in by machines. Perfect if, ovals. If you were to, if you were to, let's say for instance, you were to get a sit down with Brian Williams on MSNBC yeah. right now, he would ask you a flip version of the question. Look, if there's all this evidence, where's the evidence? Right. And it's the most disingenuous conversation and right. question because. Right. Nobody's walking around with boxes of the evidence. I'm right. waiting for an interview to yeah. happen where somebody just brings out the box, say, okay, well, I brought some videos here. Right. And I have the, they say, well, that's not evidence. Well, do, would you like me to adjudicate the whole right. thing in front of you right. right now? Right. Do you ask that when uh, Charles Manson got brought up in the yeah. emergency? Where's the evidence? Yeah. yeah. Well, the evidence is right here. Right. It, there's a body of right. it. It's right. a lot. Right. It's complicated. Yeah, it is complicated. And, you know, the evidence is there. I mean, the fact you've got you've got one of our board of supervisors actually admitting to deleting files. Why'd you delete files to make room? I mean, you heard him with Andy Biggs at the in Washington D.C. The evidence is there. I mean, come on, if you're that, you just you just want to not. You know, I was I was looking at an article yesterday. I forget what media outlet it was, but it was talking about the election and the words that they use, the negative words that they use, oh, the yeah. unfounded election, the yeah. you know the big lie and all this. So. You know, if you say it enough times, people will probably start believing. Well, right. it's a big lie. And now, you know, everybody's like, I think they're just election integrity out. Yeah. You know, it's like we got all this evidence. There was this big hype. Nothing really happened. But we can never, ever let go from 2020. We have got to figure out what went wrong. We've got to prosecute people that did the shenanigans. And I honestly think a big part of it was the lazy government. I believe that we've never had an audit before. You've got county election workers that you saw. I mean, I saw the sloppiness of the chain of custody, you know, on these ballots. They're supposed to follow a chain of custody. You know, you have the passwords that the, 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 um, you know, the passwords into the election system that was not, has not been changed for years. And anybody had access to that password. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. No secure. We need so I think to get... it was lazy government for sure, and, but it left a, opening for this oh, to happen. Oh, and the and the and the people involved um and knew, all the Grahalva supporters stepped right into it. Stepped right into it. And uh you know, who knows where it's going to be, where it's going to go. You know, I heard this morning that on the 14th there's so, supposed to be a big uh, announcement from somebody about how it was involved internationally and all that. You know, frankly, what my experience on election day 2020, I my wife and I were at the poll on um 63rd Avenue, Peoria. We spent the whole day there, eight hours. I, I've never seen it before, and it never really dawned on me, uh, but I saw a lot of a lot of California young people come over, probably 10 of them, with their laptops right outside the uh, the voting uh, area. And they, they were coming in, they, they, and I asked, I introduced myself to a couple of them, and I said, hey, why are you guys here? Oh, we're just here to make sure the elections ha are handled right, and we're here to make sure, to monitor the, the, the election all you know, and and, and and just questions, and then that night, and then everything. Trump has never been wrong. He's never been wrong on anything. Every time, and it's, you know, I, I've so had why this, do I've had we this, believe this, him for election integrity? I've had this discussion with so many of my friends. I said, you know, when Trump says some batshit crazy sounding thing, and he says it like while he's pointing you in the chest. He knows. He's got information you don't have. Right, exactly. Because every, like when he said, remember in the very, very beginning, he said, Somebody spying on me. Yeah. Like if you if you whispered to your right. wife, "Hey, let's go buy three purple turtles. We'll chop their heads off. We'll make a boat out of them and sail them to Tahiti." <laughs> and you just whispered it in her ear. Peter wouldn't and, like. And that. you saw a quote of yeah. that in the newspaper later. You would go, "Somebody is somebody is listening yeah. to us, and I know because I didn't say that to anybody." Right. 
he had that kind of moment. Yeah. Yep. And 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 what did they say? Paranoid cognitive decline. Yeah. Yes. You're insane. He's insane. Yeah. This yeah. is why you shouldn't vote for him. What? When would that ever? Hundred percent true. Right. Hundred percent. Right. So why wouldn't why would not the, we believe him right now? The Russia the thing. Yep. Everything he said about yeah. it has turned out to be 100% yeah. true. Yeah. He has said some batshit crazy. Yes. I always tell my my dad was cracking up. Yeah. I go, whenever he says something batshit crazy, sit back and wait for the, wait for wait the, for the truth, truth to come because right. it's coming. Right, exactly. Same with elections. I mean, he has said and will continue to say, you know, but but here's what the left's trying to do now with people like me, people like Rudy Giuliani. One of the first bills I did run down at the Capitol was to demonopolize the state bar. I am not an attorney. Um and, you know, I get the profession, uh, never had a, a real good, you know, taste for attorneys. But but there was a friend of mine that came to me and said, look, the state bar is just they're 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 pushing their agenda on everybody. They go after the small guy. They leave the big guys alone. Um, and so I said, you know, it's a good bill. Let's demonopolize the state bar. Had a lot of pushback. Had a lot of pushback. I ran it one one term. Well, the lawyers don't want that because well, well, some well, of them well, do. Well, the, the, the bar doesn't guy. want that. Right, they got a lot of power. The bar has a lot of power, a lot yeah. of money, and uh, so, so you know, I had people like uh, some of the representatives uh, down there that uh, that you know, I got it almost through the house the first time, as a freshman, and then the second time I uh, worked a little harder. We got actually got it out of the house into the Senate, and we lost by about four or five votes. So. All that being said, you fast forward to 2020, Rudy Giuliani. So what they did to Rudy Giuliani, what they're trying to do to me and people like Madison Cawthorn and Marjorie Taylor Greene is they are trying, and Mark Fincham, they're trying to keep us from running from office. You look at how they weaponized the state bar in New York actually took away Rudy Giuliani's bar license. bar license because they could. Right. Because they could. Because they said he's lying. Because they said he's lying. And so I, one of my... I know they, I know I, so this, this, this session down at the legislature, I got a calls from a few legislators to say, we want to pick your state bar bill back up. They did. And they got it a little bit further. Um, and it actually got signed into law, but it's not what I wanted to demonopolize these, these bars. That's what we have to do across the board. Cause to they any get profession. everybody in line. They get everybody in line. Right. They want and, to and shut they you up. they hold your living. And, and you know, they lawyers, your living. Yep. lawyers get really invested because it's a big yeah. license to yeah. get. Yeah. And I'm not just talking lawyers. I'm talking across the board, uh, cosmetologists, um, you know, architects, anybody, anybody that disagrees with them, they don't want to lose their, their living, their livelihood. Yeah. So I think, um, I think that somehow we need to look at that and say, oh, yeah, don't weaponize medical. I'll tell you what it is, yeah. man. It's medical and legal, medical and legal. So we need to look at that and say, you're not going to penalize people that disagree with you politically. Um, also the, 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 the issue about the, uh, I think it was the 14th amendment that the left was trying to push to to, to make sure I didn't run for office because I'm an insurrectionist or Fincham because he's an insurrectionist. They don't even probably know what that means, um, but but they were pushing. They filed a lawsuit on Gosar and, and Fincham yeah. here in Arizona, yeah. and they filed a lawsuit on, on Cawthorn, and they filed a lawsuit on Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, thank God they lost because you have some decent judges in there that actually can read the Constitution and interpret it correctly. Um, but, but that's what we're up against. Yeah. You know, when you fight... You know, you got some big, big, big uh, uh, giants that you're out there fighting. And so you need the support of the people. You know, I need the support of you um, and people like you that have the means to back me up. I'll be the guy that'll take the hits. You know, I donated to President Trump. Why? Because he needed me to donate to him. 
He didn't need the money. He is the first dude I've ever donated to. Right, me and too. And I donated repeatedly to him because I was too. like, oh, go get him. Yeah, me too. Go get him. Right. And so, and I couldn't donate a lot of money, but I donated nonetheless because he needed me to. Yeah, and I didn't donate a lot of money either, but I just kept doing it. <laughs> right, like, right, right. So, I mean, that's what we need. We need. Uh, we don't just need the politician to to to, to have the spine. Um, we need the, 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 the grassroots movement to yeah. get behind us in voting get behind us in volunteering, get behind us in donating. You know, I heard a guy last night, um, it was a constitutional live on YouTube. In fact, I don't know why, but last night I was just listening to a lot of, I figured it's the 4th of July. I might as well brush up. You know, on what, I, you know what I was watching? I I was watching how to make pizza ovens. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was on YouTube. Right. I filmed the pizza. I like to watch it. I filmed in the pizza, uh, pizza oven rabbit hole on how to make a Neapolitan. Oh, oven. there you go. Yeah. But yeah. Go ahead. You heard well, a guy I, on... I actually watch a lot of those too. I like to watch how the food's processed and all that. But no, last night, so I was watching this guy, and he even said, he said, um, you know, how can he, he was talking about the Constitution and how we as people need to get involved, and he mentioned all of that. He said, you know, don't just sit at a meeting and, and yap and, you know, you're mad and this and that. What are you doing to help the candidates? What are you doing to help the people that are willing to put their lives on the front line? Because I can tell you, I know you're a fighter, and I can tell you, if you ever did run for attorney general, I think I think that'd be a great thing um because you're a fighter you're going to do what's right it's it it comes at a cost oh yeah. and it comes at a, at a at a huge cost before i ran for this senate election my goal was to defeat defeat paul boyer because paul boyer went after president trump and i was like you're not going after president trump uh my district paul and i were in the same district my my constituents have wanted me to run against him for years i never felt the right time this was uh but i before i got in I'm thinking, okay, I was in, I was in, I was in DC on January 6th, the media, I made the, the, the top fold of the front page of the Arizona Republic twice last year, because I'm supposedly an insurrectionist. I'm supposedly, uh, you know, a Trump elector criminal. And I thought to myself, I wonder who out there actually supports me. You know, I wonder, you know, what the feeling is. So I, 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 I pushed through that and I was, I was amazed to see all of the support that is out there yeah but the candidates need to know that and we need to keep that's how we can work together well and this is how i did this is why we started doing this show yes and this is why bobby does all the work he does yes. meeting with everybody and yes. asking him to come on uh I, i've had a lot of folks that i know whoop up a podcast because everyone thinks it's mm -hmm. a cool thing to do it is and it's hard to do yeah and we've been doing it now for coming up on two years in this yeah. format yeah um and it's because of him hustling and because of the mission he believes yeah. in the mission we're doing this to speak truth, let yeah. people speak enough that we get to hear their truth. Yeah. And uh and and you know what? It's growing every month, 12, 18, 20%. Yep. Every single month. Yep. Every single month. Yep. And this will turn into something that can't be taken away like my YouTube thing could. Right. Yeah. But, you know, we we had three million people a month looking at us there. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I can tell you, going out, you know, going after YouTube and these big tech uh, you know, YouTube, Twitter, all that. Uh, they did not want Trump in there because he was actually going to, I forget the the statute in the federal uh, government. Yeah, he was going to unprotect him. Unprotect him, yeah, and, yeah. and we've got to do that. Well, the thing we've is, that's to. inevitable. It will happen it because they're, they've, I think everyone knows they've steered things. The thing about, the thing that so many Democrats don't know and leftists don't know and people who maybe have relegated themselves to intellectualism, yeah. they haven't... <clears throat> They haven't been in a football match. Yeah. They haven't been in a sporting match. Right. And if you if you win by a cheat, 
eventually it's going to bite you in the ass. Because the other opposing team is going to do the same thing. Or or it's going to come out. Or it's going to, like, what's going on politically is they're creating a reaction to them. Yeah. You you, you know, you should be, the, 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 the spirit of every legislator sh- and every elected person should be, win, lose, or draw, let's play the game fair. Yeah. Because if you play unfair and they're blocking right now, yeah. it's coming out. We yeah. know it didn't go yeah. down fair. Right, right, right. Then you just turn off people who were marginal supporters. Right. Because you don't have everybody lock, stock, and barrel no, like you, you and me for right. Trump. Right. There's a lot of marginal supporters for Trump. Are like, there is. They kind of hold their nose and vote that way because right. they really want a buttoned up right. country club Republican. Right. You alienate everybody who's and on the on the left. That's you why have, they're so worried. You, that's right. That's right. Because they have a lot of marginal supporters. As it turns out, Hispanics and all of the guys married to Elon the crazy Musk. lunatics. Yeah. They're, they're going, oh, wait a minute. Mm. You can't do that. That's right. That means we didn't really win. Right. That You're so afraid of your ideas, you can't even have a debate. Right. Um, So I actually think this is going to be, this is the most interesting cycle of my lifetime coming yes. up. Yes, yes, yes. And... When I hear everybody barking about Trump not coming back, yeah, I just go, "You don't have any Trump. idea," and I want it. What's your name again? Yeah, right. <laughs> I want to know who you are because I know you're not my friend, right? Right, now. right, right. Yeah, people ask me, "Do you think Trump's going to run in 2024?" Yeah, I hope he does. Um, I don't know for sure. He's running. Uh, yeah, I I hope he does. He's I guarantee, goddamn, yeah, he's because he's he, he he's a street fighter. And that's what I love about him. Uh, that's what I love about him. And, yeah. you know, I think, again, you you know, you hit on something. You know, the Democrats now have tried to remove the filibuster in, in D.C. twice. They're trying to do it now for the abortion They're issue. They're going to try and pack the court. They're going to try and pack the court. Uh, we call it by hook or by crook. Right. So if you're trying to do all that, that tells you, like you said, about the, your ideas. Your ideas are not working. So... Yeah, so now you're going to try to maneuver the system to try to get your IDs in there. And I just think that an absolute bloodbath needs to happen in November. I, I agree. Think it's going and to when begin. we say bloodbath, uh, everybody out there in government land, right. we don't actually mean a revolution. We, we don't want a right. pitchfork revolution. We don't want it, right. We want a revolution of ideas. Ideas, yep. And get out and vote and bring people with you and make sure it happens. But I do see... You know, it'll be interesting. We're still worried about the elections, you know, how 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 transparent they're going to be, how free and fair they're going to be. We have our primary coming up August 2nd. You know, I am not one to just jump on the, oh, it was stolen, um, you know, if I lose or if someone loses. No. I don't believe I'm going to lose. Um, my opponent's pretty weak. But that being said, uh, you know, if we're going to say, we, we, you know, we, we, we have to have proof and evidence and as far as Trump losing 2020, there's a ton of evidence, but I'm, I'm just saying people get out there and be involved, please, please, please. Um, because the more light you can shine on these elections coming up, the harder it is, the harder it is for them to do their shenanigans. Absolutely. So they're going to be, and then once we get in, then we change it. We're going to be hated by the media. We are going to be hated by you know, by probably some states, yeah. but I do believe Arizona. You get Kerry Lake in as governor. Oh yeah. You get Mark Fincham in as Secretary of State. Oh, he's great for that job, isn't he? Right, right. And you get them in. You get me in. You get Wendy Rogers in. You get some other people in that are just fighters. I tell you, 
you're not going to recognize Arizona in, in a year from now, two years from now. We're going to be the tip of the spear to change the entire nation, I believe. It's a template for how to do it's it. It's a template for how to do it. We think yeah. we, th- we look at Ron DeSantis in Florida and we're like, yeah, we love what he's doing. Yeah, he's a fighter. And he is. I know he's a great governor. Her, him and Christy Noem, I believe, are two two great two of the best governors we have Those in the nation. Those are two people on our Republican bench. Yes. Yeah. So, but Arizona with Carrie Lake in there, um, and 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 us as a legislature pushing some hell. Ooh, I'm you, excited. So I get excited when I even think about it because I'm ready. And like I said, to affect change. I'm telling you, because it's not about me. It is not about me. It's about that little boy right there. So let's. <clears throat> Is that your son, by the way? That's actually my daughter. I didn't want to correct you. Oh, you I'm sorry. That. Your okay. daughter. She's got a little Gerber face. Right, got a little Gerber face. Okay. That's my, but, little, that's my little girl, Roxanne. I had that discussion. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> so uh, I was thinking- That's the short hair. Yeah, it's the short hair. <laughs> it's, I was thinking about, you know, the suburban female vote has been alibied by pollsters as mm-hmm. being the vote that abandoned Trump. Yep. First, we don't know if that's actually true. Right. And second, I have this discussion with every woman that will talk politics with me. I say, would you rather have a rough around the edges, brash brash talking rabble rouser? Or would you rather have the little boys on your street that are 16 go off to war in a year or so? Mm. And they go, or their sons. Oh, I don't have a son. Do you have a nephew? Does one of your siblings have a kid? Yeah. Do you have any grandkids? Because mm. are you comfortable with them going off to war? Like, what do you mean by that? Um, it's one of the things I bring up and talk about a lot. It gets real personal. Uh, I like to do it with abortion. Yeah. I like to make it as personal as possible sure. because people will, they're, uh, they back off their idealism Yes. when you make it personal. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not to attack them. It's to no. make it real. Right. And it's the same thing with the voting. And I think... You know, we've got Trump coming in two years. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Good. So the question is, how do we engage these lefties who made this soft vote? Oh, I'm tired of the controversy. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. Saying, so, look, you know, the controversy is okay, especially if it's fake controversy. Mm-hmm. Everything that he did that was real, there was no controversy about it at all. Right. You want to know what was real? A dozen eggs for a dollar ninety-eight. Right. What was real? A, a gallon of milk for a dollar sixty-five. Right. That was real. A gallon of gas for. Buck and a half, two bucks. Buck 89 for a gallon of gas. That was pretty real. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All the rest of that was noise. But the real reality is, you remember they said, Hillary Clinton, even during the campaign, oh, if you want to have a nuclear war, elect him. Good thing, Mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't have his thumb on the nuclear Mm -hmm. button. Who would you rather have, this unhinged lunatic or me? Mm -hmm. He's the guy who has de-escalated every international conflict. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was... He de-escalated North Korea. He de-escalated Iran. Mm-hmm. He just because everyone was like, "Oh, yeah, he's not going to mess around." Right. Because as it turns out, strength really matters. Yep. Strength. On the field and yep. off. Peace through, through strength. Yeah. Yep. And and so I'm having these discussions with everybody I can as I go through this next cycle, this half we're going to go through. You know, I'm already like, "What's going to happen now?" I'm trying to get everybody exposure so their ideas get out there, and we yeah. let the creative marketplace of right. ideas right. pick right. the next people, right? right? right. But, but we have to have these discussions about, hey, listen, who's getting your kid closer to war? Right. Yep. Who's getting the kids on your street? Everybody that's 17? Everybody that's 18? Yep. We don't have selective service this week. No. But, you know, every boy on your street registered. Girls are like, what? I'm like, yeah, you know, all these kids registered for yep. the selective service. <clears throat> yep. You and I did. Yeah, of course yep. we did. Yep. And everyone's still doing it. Right. 
Well, what do you mean? Well, that's in case they have to renege on letting us off the hook right. because they've got a big war whooped up. Right, right. What right. do you think Russia would be? Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, all, all of that's all that's true. Trump got us out of all the wars that yeah. we were in. Uh, Bush put us in. Cheney put us in. Um, you know, Trump got us out. So because I'll talk you know, these policies with anybody, but right. if you make it about their kids, like, right? You make know. it about yep, yep. Well, and you talk about the suburban moms. Um, I, 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 you know, not only the war, but the war for their brain, the war for their mind. That's you know, a, that the, Glenn the, Yon, the Glenn Yonkin thing out of Virginia yeah. now has really cracked everybody's egg. Nate, yeah, because I'm hearing more women talk about what's going on at school than I've they ever love their heard kids. Before. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Of so, so you know, so they're now they're indoctrinating your children on yeah. sexual stuff. You talk about. You know, abortion. They the parents wouldn't know if their daughter wanted to get an abortion. Well, now they're they're just you know, thumbing their nose at the, at the parents over over transgender issues. I mean, my God, it's the dumbest. That's the dumbest political thing I've ever heard. But the but the cat's out of the box. And yeah. again, that's what you you know you, you know you go back to you and I when we were in high school and you know we 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 knew who met who the boys were. We knew who the girls were. Nobody in my school had issues of transgender. Um, they were know, in, they were in hiding. Yeah, they were in, probably in hiding. Yeah. But but you know their, their minds are are de- fully developed yet, and to you know in, in in when they're when they're questioning their sexuality or whatever, you know the last thing they need is some leftist teacher telling them, oh, well, you need to you know cut your breasts off or you need to you know do this become Take a boy. drugs to stop you. Yeah, from you taught you, you brought up your friend about abortion, how you took her, took her to the you know and had had that procedure done. You know, it affected her. Well, my God, how much do you think that would affect a child 16, 17 through the rest of their did, lives? Did you You're hear, destroying somebody. Did you hear what Bill Maher said about that? It was fantastic. I, I don't take, typically like him, but he, he, he said, he said, he says, ah, you know, when I was eight years old, I wanted to be a pirate. I'm glad nobody took me seriously. I'd be missing a leg and have one eye. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> goes, true. He goes, we don't let kids choose anything. He goes, I don't even like kids. Let right. alone let them choose their future. Right, right, what right. Are, the thing, he goes, what are you thinking, Democrats? Are you right. out of your minds? Right. Wrong yeah, battle are. to have. They are. They are out of their minds, yeah. and it is the wrong battle to have because yeah. now you're messing with the kids. Yeah, you know now you going back to the abortion issue. Now in California, they say you can kill a baby up to a month after the baby's born. So uh, it, that that's bananas. It's bananas. Um, you know they want it's just it's insane, but they have a following, and we have to make sure. And the media is part of their following. Yeah. And we have to make sure that we are not afraid of the media. We've got to, you know, just call them out. Call them out. Truth, again, is all we have. You know, uh, I've I've made a couple of points, and I know you got stuff to do. We'll, we'll wrap things up. I've made a couple of points recently talking to conservatives because I talk to conservatives a yeah. lot. And I say, listen, I know God has called to you. Yeah. I know you believe in Jesus Christ yes. and all of that, and that's yes. wonderful. Yes. And if you have to fall back to that as your defense yeah. for these public policies, yes. you're wanting to cram your ideal ideology just right. like they're trying to cram their right. ideology. Right. right. We have to be so well informed yes. that we don't need to fall back to Jesus right. and right. God to make right. these decisions. Yep. 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 We can personally be informed <laughs> yes. to find great logic yes. for good public policy yep. Yep. in accordance with that. Right. conservative perspective yep 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 but we have to have these we can't say i'm pro-life because of jesus right because no. the you just lost 
I'm going to say 60% of people yeah. willing to have a conversation. They go, right. oh, you want to. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to have a real policy because I got a wife yeah, and yeah. a daughter. Yeah, yeah. It, it, so as conservatives, you know, being, and I've said this, being right is not enough. Right. We have to know why. And we, we need to why know. Why are we it. right? And we have to find a way to have a secular argument in many ways. Yes. Even if personally we have these other convictions. Right. Because it is a, it's a secular society with separation right. of church and state. Right, right, We can't right. club people over the head of the cross. We can't. And it's one of the things I, I've encouraged uh, everybody that I talk to. Good, we got to win. Yeah. We got to win. Yeah. It just so happens the win for the country yeah. happens to be one with our ideology. Right, 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 right. But don't dislocate your shoulder, pat yourself yeah, on yeah. the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, we got to know what we're talking about. Yeah. We have to be able to, you know, to to defend our, our beliefs. Yes. And, you know, whether that be through the Bible or whether that be through, you know, um, you know, you brought up separation of church and state and you you know that that's not in the Constitution and all that. It's, uh, you know, it it's a, uh, my point is. But there has to be a, there has to be that moral foundation. You've got to have that moral foundation in a country or, or. Well, there's nothing. Or there's nothing. Yeah. You know, why is murder wrong? Why is abortion wrong? You know, you do have to have that moral well, component. I, I believe in that component. Can you legislate morality? I believe you can. Uh, because you can legislate immorality or you can legislate, uh, per, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they're doing it in California. You know, they're I, legislating taxpayer-funded transgender operations for inmates. Yeah, bananas. So, right, it's bananas, but, but they're legislated. I think, you know... We used to have this uh, saying in martial arts, and it says, where knowledge yeah. and skill and conditioning and guts take over. And I thought that was fasc fascinating yes. phrase. Yes, yep. Where knowledge and skill yeah. ends, conditioning and guts take over. Yeah. Kind of saying, in law enforcement communities. Yeah. Don't, if you got to go to your gut right away, get yourself yeah. more schooled yes. so that you can out chess match somebody yes. before you got to go to yes. your gut. Yep, yep, don't, yep. don't fight from your trump card. Right. Fight from knowledge and skill. Right. My wife says that actually. She says don't don't always bring Trump in it because it's it's what do you believe? You know what do you stand for? And so for me, you know, uh, I can argue conservative positions yes. really really well. Yes. And I never ever have to bring up yes. God. And I can win right. a goddamn debate. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and and then if someone wants to have a discussion with me about moral fabric of society and stuff yes. like that, I can say, well, listen, right. this this is the reason it's right. it's a uh, communist doctrine. Right. Kill God. Right. Kill morality. Governments the gods. Kill family. Right. Take over. There you go. It's a four-step plan. Right, it's super right. simple. Right, right. So, you know, and you brought that, you know, I, I read the Killing Fields book, and I remember years ago I read that book, and uh, it's funny how Marxism and socialism and all that, the and, the, and this is what the lefts, the lefties don't, don't understand. The very first people that they would take out, should they ever take over America, is the professors, is the, is the media, is, you know, that's the first people they take out of a society because they're a threat. So, no. so you, got, you know, when you take God out of a society, then government becomes their God. And to the left, that's what it is. Yeah. It's government is the answer to everything. It's, well, you know, the founding fathers had even, you can see this phraseology in their writings. Oh, absolutely. They say um, that democracy is the new religion. Right. You've heard that. I mean, that phrase yep. is all over the yep, writings. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and and uh, well, I just uh, as we go through and have these debates, and yeah. as we go through and talk, we get these wins and we get these losses. Yes. And I wanted to point out that the biggest thing we've had happen recently is a win for the court. Yes. And several wins. Getting getting out of the politics. Yes. And just ruling balls and strikes. Yep. 
is this or is this not? I mean, several great wins yeah. in this U.S. Supreme Court. And it's mostly because they have infringed beyond their powers and encroached into the rest of our yep. free lives. Yep. You know, most of that stuff doesn't even affect me, but it angers right. me. Well, they talk, they call that shadow government. I learned this at the, at the legislature. Shadow, shadow ruling, shadow, you know, shadow constitution where, and this is what happens when you get, so a lot of, a lot of judges will go back to precedent. Right. Instead of going back to the Constitution. Right. Let's do law. Yeah. Yeah. So the last judge said this, so this is how I'm going to rule. Yeah. Well, that guy killed somebody. Why shouldn't I be able to right. kill somebody? There you That's go. what it is. So it's got to be, no, go back to the Constitution. What did it say? Yeah. What did they mean? What's, you know, go back to the original intent of the Constitution. I don't care, you know, about what a previous judge yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. And because what happens over time is you lose your true north. You start... Well, it's half of stupid. It's half of stupid. There you right. go. And yeah. so so yeah. that's what they did. That's what the U.S. Supreme Court did. They went and looked at the Constitution. Wait a minute. There is no right to an abortion in the Constitution. Let's send it back to the states and let them deal with it. So every, just about every justice is on the record saying that they are not anti-abortion. Right. They're all on the record. Yeah. Because lawyers have a tendency to be centrist left yes they have a tendency to fancy themselves enlightened yes. and intellectual yes. Yes. yes that's part of the career yep just like doctors have a tendency to be science oriented right. right and uh and and so they're naturally kind of on the side of pro-choice yeah. even if it's a compromised version that yeah. maybe you wouldn't agree with right. most of them are very centrist on it and uh even ruth bader ginsburg right um what's happened though is We've got a weird connection between lawyers wanting power because mm -hmm. so many lawyers become politicians. Famous because of the case that they... And and, and they want a big case. Why do they sure, want to... Why sure. would a lawyer ever want a big case? Right. What a pain in the ass. Power. It's to run for office. Yeah. Right. And it's their segue to power, right? So now you've got these people who, whether they're on the bench or whether they're in court, they're actually not going for what's right. They're yeah. going for what's going to get them the equivalent of likes right it's coverage true. very very true and so there's this natural tendency to depart from the constitution and i talk about this all the time to get a bigger following yeah yeah we we really need and we need to inculcate this in our lawyers our lawyers mm -hmm. and our judges mm -hmm. they and these courts like the yeah. supreme court and the appellate courts right. they're our link to the past yes. and they are our course for the future yep, yep, they, yep and that's a big responsibility huge and they can't be tacking with the times right that's not their job right their job's to link us to this original idea for original the people intent. yep 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 original intent and uh and what it means is having courage yeah because you have to stand up to maybe what your well that's huge your wife at home doesn't agree with the rule right. on that courage courage and spine <laughs> I mean, we used to give out the spine award down when I was a freshman down at the Capitol. Uh, there was a little spine that we would set on somebody's desk when they actually had a spine. Yeah. And we kind of laughed about it. But uh, but, you know, that's why that's why you look at, you know, that's why I applaud the courts. We're talking about courts. I applaud the justices for making the right decision because I wasn't sure. I mean, the the, the leak came out that they were going to rule against Roe v. Wade for whatever reason. Whoever, they need, That person needs to be put in jail. You know, that's the reason, one of the reasons why the left is doing what they're doing, because nobody is being held accountable. You know, lock her up was the chant back in 2016. We've never seen her locked up. 
Um, so I have to applaud the 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 justices. You know, um, John Roberts is spineless. Yep, awful. Anyway, um, but the ones that are that were not, uh, I have to applaud them because they were under a lot of a lot of pressure. I'll tell you who's my favorite Supreme Court justice right now. Who's yours? Clarence Thomas. God damn right. I mean, <laughs> he always has been mine. You know, when he said it was, a, it was a, a modern day lynching back in the day. Yeah, he has and he hasn't. I mean, I've been watching him over the years. He's been quiet, though. Yeah. He's not a big rabble rouser. He's not. But what he's doing right now is amazing. And not because I agree with him. He's uh, looking at the Constitution. He is. And that's what the court is supposed right. to do. And he's a black American. And he doesn't fit the narrative of the elitist leftist white people. Oh, man. I'll you tell know, you. So, but wait, go wait, back to but, wait, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm well, sorry. okay, so much so, to talk about. right. I know, but the 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 you know I have to applaud them because they stood in the face of tremendous opposition, tremendous opposition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people the, outside of their homes threatening them. One guy was going to kill uh, uh, Kavanaugh. Yeah, you know that's 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 I've been there, yeah. and when you have to stand in that kind of environment and knowing the world is watching you, that's where Mike Pence dropped the ball. Yeah. And you go back to January 6th. We were there to listen to our President Trump, and we were believing in in Mike Pence just to do the right thing. The right thing was send it back to the states and let the states look at their elections, do 100% audit, and then if it, if everything, if Biden won Arizona, Biden won Arizona. I don't care. I just want to know that Biden won Arizona. And so Pence didn't do the right thing, and I don't believe he will ever amount to much anyway. He wants to, and the Uniparty want him to, but but when you're when you're in leadership, and you and all hell's coming against you, uh, that's the time to stand, and and that's the time your true colors come out. Anybody can be a conservative when everybody's hugging him and saying, "Yeah, great job," but when all hell breaks loose and you're standing alone. <laughs> And that's why I have to applaud the Supreme Court. That's why I do not applaud Mike Pence. And that's why I applaud President Trump, because he stood he stood when all hell was breaking loose yeah. on him. Well, listen, the, the, uh, the, this is the problem for so many of us who are not from the intellectual chattering intelligentsia class. We like concordance between observable data yeah. and, and outcomes. Yeah. When they are out, when they're in discord, yeah, it's fr- we're like, what? Right, you know, uh, it doesn't make sense. Biden you're telling me this, but Biden won that. Arizona with more votes than Barack Obama ever. Right, and Trump, you could send out a text and get a thousand people to get into a hundred mile right. long car. Right, and Trump lost. Right, that flies in the if somebody tells you pigs fly right. you go, gosh you know i've been around a long time i've never seen one fly yeah. well just trust me they fly <laughs> yeah. that's what's happened right and they're so disconnected from yeah. empiricism right. now they have a faith-based right. worldview right well they they want to believe us to, they want us to believe their narrative of, 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 of it's a big lie right all the evidence doesn't show that it's a lie the right. evidence the data shows that something happened right you know, the, I mean, the videos show something right. happened. The, sure. When you when you cover windows, and your there's video of you bringing in, kicking everybody out because of water main break, no water main broke, but yet now you've got three, four people stuffing all these ballots in. Bring it. Okay, I am not convinced that that's not fraud. I, you have to sh- convince oh, me that that's not fraud. Yeah, that's right. I, and the only way you're going to convince me is to do a hundred percent 
forensic audit. You got files being deleted by the county board of supervisors, files literally being deleted. I don't care what your excuse is. I want to know what I want that tracked. I want to see those files. And I want to know why they were deleted. And I want to see the new files coming in. Well, not only that, we went through all the votes manually. Where are all the votes that weren't folded and the ones that were electronically right, filled in? Right, And how Why do we, we know have... those votes that we went through manually were even, even uh, you know, not cast by dead people, not cast by illegal immigrants, not cast by, you know, how do I know that my vote was even, was, I know it was counted, but I don't know who I voted for. I mean, I want that tracked. This might be the thing that happens with, uh, this this might be where the cryptocurrency and the blockchain thing comes in with blockchain voting. Yep. yep. There's got to be some way that the, the the problem is. I don't think with voting, I don't believe you're ever going to have. You're always going to have this this narrative now that the election was stolen. Yeah. Um. Always, unless you go back to paper to ballots, medieval counted. times, paper ballots. Yeah, it's well, got to be paper ballots. And, and I think ID. we should do that. We've got I think to. We, I think we have to do that. If I, it's important to you, you're gonna, you know, the left is you're gonna disenfranchise voters. Uh, how? Right. How? If Impossible. I had, if that was a million dollars that you were gonna get, had you, if you show up at your polling place, I'm gonna give you a million dollar check. I'm gonna be there. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk there if I have to. Right. So to me, it's all about priority. Yeah. If you believe voting is very important to you, you're gonna get out and vote. We're not disenfranchising you. What's more important, having an election that the Winners and losers feel is accurate, right? Or disenfranchising eight hundred people, right? I mean, that really is. Right? Is it disenfranchise everyone? Yeah. Or some person in some kooky scenario that we're right. trying to accommodate? Right. Well, you had you had the 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 Democrats showing us in twenty sixteen. Look at the videos. They're saying the election was stolen. They were looking at the. Uh, they were they were not uh, uh, um, wanting to certify the election. They were saying that uh you know this state uh they don't accept this state's results everything that we said in 2020 so you got both parties saying the same thing yeah and hopefully we're not going to say it when we lose you know people say well you're just saying that because you lost we don't know if we lost you, you i don't know, believe we lost you, what, what's interesting is why aren't we coming together we, with this we don't have a the conservative side of the spectrum does not have a history of wild accusations that right. they get caught being guilty of. Right. The left has a the left has long history right. of wild accusations. Right. Again, the the right we're over there like no, we just want a fair count. We want a fair count. And 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 you look at all the states that that you know the six states that that the questioning was there, they were changing the law in the middle of the game. Yeah, crazy. And Trump knew. I mean, look at Pennsylvania. I mean, he, he screwed up and didn't get lawyers on the field sooner. Right. We didn't we get lawyers on the field fighting. sooner, and we should have been out there. But but again, we did not know. And and having been involved in politics for a while, you know, you're when you're sitting there as a poll worker and you're looking at, um, you know, you have the supervisor come to you and say, "You need to go over there." Well, we've always been trained to okay, go over there. Well, I think that's not going to happen anymore. It's no, kind of like pre pre nine eleven, we were always trained to you know uh, sit sit back in the seat. You know, if you're being hijacked, sit back in the seat. Oh, it's a perfect analogy. Let it, let it happen. You know, now the twenty guys would rush. The oh, door now and now if we're down. being hijacked, yeah, you're not no right. not on this plane. Right, right, right. So it's a, it's the same thing as as the election. Now, I do know that the the people are going to be out there fighting. Oh yeah, we're going to be out there wanting. So if they're, I know they want to steal another election. If they want to, that's not going to happen. Right. To the best of our ability, we just have to get past this. Yeah. 
and then and then set the ground. Well, listen, set uh, the stage. Let's talk to people a little bit. They can uh, vote kern.com forward slash donate. Yes. Right? VoteKern.com. V-O-T-E-K-K-E-R-N dot com. Go to VoteKern.com forward slash donate. Yes. Or you can just go to his main page, click on the donate button. Um, if you live in Marin County, if you live in Boston, if you live in uh, New York City and you're a conservative in hiding, if you're afraid about bringing it up on the holidays, if you've got more people in the holidays telling you to be quiet than you have engaging you in conversation and you're one of us, send some money down here. Yes. Um, we don't want Zuckerbucks, but we love like-minded patriots who want the truth to come out. You know, if you can't fix the elections in Marin County or in New York because they're just so screwed up or in Philadelphia because you know it's impossible to fix up there, you can help nudge a needle down here because we're not in a purple fight down here. We are a red state in a fight with the blue. There's a fight going on. These little counties outside of Maricopa County, there's weird shit happening yes, out there. there is. And they, the shenanigans and the people I've had on the show showing me evidence, video evidence, yep. it's breathtaking. Yep. And they know the names of the people involved. Yep. They've got video of them doing the, the ballots. I mean, I've seen it with my own two eyes now. Downright disconcerting. We just had two election uh, workers up in Yavapai County quit just a couple, about a week ago. In fact, I was talking to Steve Oh, because they know it's coming? Because they know it's coming. They, yeah, their excuse is they've been, you know, they just can't take it anymore because they're being threatened by Trump supporters. No, the reality is, is they, they, uh, got, we're caught. Gonna, they got caught. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna dig. They're digging deep. Steve Zipperman's up there. He's running for the state senate. He's digging deep. So, well, there's a lot of stuff going down. It's behind the scenes. It's not being covered by the news. The news yep. doesn't want to boast this narrative because they're trying to boast this ding dong that we've got in the White House right now. Yep. And uh, Anthony, uh, wish you the very best. I Thank look you. forward to seeing you yes, out sir. there on the on the uh, in travels. And now when I see you, you see me back. We'll shake hands. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. And yeah, we got to put America first candidates in office. I see some good things happening around the country. Arizona is going to be the tip of the spear. And I, I believe so. Carrie Lake, Mark Fincham, myself, Anthony Kern, people like Wendy Rogers. You're going to see uh, uh, Arizona set the stage for New York, for Marin County. For California, and 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 it's going to be fantastic. It's it's fun to be in the fight, uh, but I need help. This yeah. is the state of Barry Goldwater. Yep, it is the state of rugged independence. Yep, and it is a state Second of Amendment. I'm carrying right now, and do not let them come for your guns, man. No, because they want to. They 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 want everything else. They want everything. Wanting else. the guns is just a bellwether for right. everything else. Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, everybody, uh, fight the power. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by the Greg Medford Show. We'll see you out there in digital land. I'm out. Thank you, Greg.